The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Yes. Woo. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dan, AKA the database and holy shit. 2019 has been, been ringing and it, ha- and it wouldn't have been ringing. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> it wasn't for having the legend. The legend is here. The legend of Patty C the guy who locks up. What the fuck team was that? It was Georgetown. No, no, oh. the uh, Stetson. Stetson <laughs> plus 25 and a half covers by a half a point. He knows his Stetson basketball. Damn right I do. Give it up for former, former burrito eating James Madison defensive back Patty seeing the place to be. Hi. There we go. That's what I, how you doing, buddy? Pretty fucking good, buddy. All right, we've hung out a couple times. We haven't, haven't done the show in a long time. I know. You know you've been you left. I had some fans mention to me that they thought they saw you on a few milk cartons in Des Moines. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, but you're back. You're alive. You're well. Um, how are you? You're, it's you're, been like a month since almost a month since I've been on here. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck, fuck did I do? <laughs> to quote Arnold. Um, well, I happen to be, I got some flair on. I yes. got some flair on, you know what I mean? <laughs> and the fans know about it. Some of the fans know about it. They've been tweeting about it. I am uh, wearing my necklace of my second place retro World Series award, you know? <laughs> Look. At the very least, that should be on my my neck right now. That's what I'm saying, right? I fucking... So at least I can tout over you. <laughs> <laughs> In a rare tournament... Uh... Colby and I didn't actually get the chance to play. We played every other player in the tournament. Yeah, I think uh, they kind of rigged that. I feel like they someone tipped us tipped them off. Yeah, you know what I mean. Wow. But how about that tournament, buddy? I mean, solid performances right up until the fucking. We're talking about the right Tecmo Super counted. Bowl. By the way, hold on to the audience. We're talking about the Tecmo Super Bowl tournament about a week ago in Pomona, California. Me and Patty C went out to it. I was fighting a. a, a, a uh, a cold, of, of fever, a little flu, you know. Yeah. So I, I got my built-in excuse for finishing second. He had okay. his Jordan, Jordan game. Here's my thing: is I was sick. <laughs> I was on medication. It does prevent you from playing I, video games better. I was we also, <laughs> I was also on alcohol. <laughs> Me and you were the only people out of the whole tournament drinking beers. I think we got something there. We got the, a case there. We do have a case. The guy who we lost to. Cool guy, cool guy. Yeah, let's let's not nice slight guy. him, but he was wearing uh, thigh high shorts and had a, a thermos and a fucking yeah. Lunch. And he prepared lunches. Yeah, <laughs> That's like my really. argument against this. I was pretty starving by the time. Like, I think like, his mom prepared yeah, him lunch, dude. He broke out like in the middle of like 
He's like, I'm going to pick my team. Uh, you can do your playbook, Colby. And I'm like, go through my playbook. And he just breaks out like sandwiches. The and shit. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, I'm starving over here, man. Right? <laughs> Didn't even offer it to me. Mm. That's an advantage. He knew. Right. He fucking knew, man. <laughs> uh, so I look, I, I, I will admit to the audience, in case you missed the last episode where I touched on it briefly, I was in a position. I was basically undefeated in the second round. Double elimination. We we, yeah. we swept through the round robin and advanced to the fourteen playoff. Well, and I beat the eventual champion three games prior to or two games prior to him playing me in the championship. Yeah. So I handed him his first loss. Mm. He then plays Patty C. Patty C. Shit's had bed. already had one loss. Yeah. So I disposed of the other guy in the first round, got yeah. him out of there. Cause he had one loss too. eliminated him. And then it was basically me and this other guy with one loss. Each winner advances to the finals to play Colby. Well, and I'm undefeated. So they have to beat me twice. Whoever uh, that's the worst part about it, dude. Yeah. Oh man. You're sitting there in like the golden, <laughs> golden. I'm like, oh, I got this. I'm right. going to phone this in. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, I shit the bed. I I, I got the dolphins. You He's, killed me on that one, dude. Oh, for, I thought it was going to be such a good look for yeah, the podcast. I, I was playing to win. You know, and then I, I and then we I both would have been playing each other. So we would have, one of us would have had the trophy sitting here right now. As we talk, we'd be sending you pictures as we yes. fucking talk. And instead you, 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 you take Dan Marino and you had some easy check downs. I that went, you I went risky when I should have gone conservative and I went conservative <laughs> when I should have gone risky. I just, uh, miscoached the game. Pat had a moment that kind of reminded me of, uh, the first movie, uh, of Austin powers. So Pat is down seven with like two and a half, three minutes left. And he gets stopped. He has like a fourth and six, maybe fourth and five. And, at the goal line, by the way, fourth and goal. <laughs> and he elects to kick the field goal. But if you know Tecmo Super Bowl, which, which we both do. three minutes left yeah, in Tecmo time, Super Bowl. Like just kicking like off. three plays. Just <laughs> kicking off is going to take off a minute and a half. Right. And I, so he <laughs> kicks the field goal. Stupid. And makes, Stupid. It, makes it a four-point game. And I'm sitting there like, huh. I'm totally baffled by this, but I also can't voice my opinion the way I want to because uh, it's in a tournament. Well, I think Colby actually affected my game there because <laughs> I think he was like expecting me. He was kind of like in my head a little bit, getting <laughs> dude, on my case about dude, missing open the, plays. I'm like, shut it up, reminded dude. me of that part of Austin Powers where like he meets up with a guy and they're playing blackjack and the guy <laughs> has like uh, 18, Robert Wagner's character. He has 18 <laughs> and he hits on it and gets a three because he can see into the, the card. And then yeah. Austin Powers, the, the dealer goes to Austin Powers and he's like, he flips over his cards. He's like, you got four showing, right? Yeah. Do you want to hit? And he goes, no. Right. And he's like, I too live dangerously. And it's like, okay, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> Cause the dealer has a better hand than the four, but that's, that's what I felt like. Cause what I was like, what, you know, I pussed it out. No, you know what I did? No, I, but I, I really Malone. played to the win. Yeah. And then let's, let's get to you. Yeah. Let's get off of me. Let's get on you. <laughs> I Carl Malone. Yeah. I, uh, Carl, okay. Colby had this guy on the break. He kept of winning the coin tosses though. For this electing dude won the teams. like seven right. times. He literally <laughs> played, I think it was six times. He played with the bears and Redskins, uh, matchup. It's like, Which how much I destroyed him with. I beat, hold on. Around. Here's, here's my argument against this guy being champion. Yeah. Is for the day. I'm still two and two against him. I beat him in the first rounds, and then we went to the next stage. I beat him, and then we went to the championship, and he beat me twice. Mm. I talk about buckling under the pressure. Right. I pulled him, Carl. I pulled Carl Malone. It's that simple. It's that simple. I choked. He beat me um, pretty bad too. Well, here's the problem: was is that I got down early, and I was forced to pass with one of the worst passing teams in the game. Mm. Yeah, he he did work that little uh, 
He put he gave us we were the Bears both at the times because the Redskins are a tough but I team. I also to destroyed him as the Bears. I threw time. four. I was the Bears with uh, him being the Redskins as well. I threw four picks with Tom Sack. So I, yeah. I can't deal with these shit quarterbacks, <laughs> man. I had my chances. I still, I uh, you know what I. My I was on medication. I was drinking alcohol. By the way, I played a, 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 this kid from India. Or he's like American, but I'm saying I think from India. Yeah, that's just a guess. But um, it was funny because he's like 21 years old, and he's like, he, he actually in the middle of a game, I'm destroying this kid. He goes, uh, a little early for a beer, isn't it? Because he sees me drinking a beer. <laughs> I just wanted to like mush his face and be like, "Fuck Aren't you, you 21, yeah, you little like, bitch." Learn how to stop this fucking drawl. I'm gonna run right through your fucking face. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> You got to earn the right to talk shit about yeah. my alcoholism. There were some classic characters at this thing, though. So this was like a, a huge warehouse of games. So besides like the Tecmo no, corner there going on, there was some shit going on. Like there was tournaments of pinball, tournaments of fucking other shit going on. All sorts Mario of Kart. shit. I, I participated in Mario Kart. You did? Yeah. Oh. In between my Tecmo games there during the playoff, and uh, I got eliminated, double elimination within like five minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't really play that shit for Super Nintendo. Yeah, that wasn't my yeah. system. So the, the 64 version is better. I mean, I liked it for Super Nintendo as well, but but uh, but I did see. I was going to the bathroom, and what's this like Tetris that's out now? That there's like little like balls like stacking up, like little circles stacking on top of each other. Like they're color coordinated. Is this Doctor Mario or is this like a? It's uh, it's just like Tetris, but I'm saying like I don't know. But I saw like a heated Bejeweled or something, or p- perhaps I saw yeah. a heated uh, encounter. Yeah, I saw a guy I think beat someone else's score, and yeah. then he got were, up and talked some shit. The Asian shit. dudes you were talking about, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah and they talk shit to Dude, each the Asians other. Asians take their Tetris seriously. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the game is called, but it, it was heated, and I was cracking up because I'm like, where the fuck am I at in the world? I'm drinking these, and then and another <laughs> thing is like, we, you can tell we're the coolest fucking people there because we're the only ones shooting back beers, right? Like at 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is like judging us. I felt like no one else had a beer in their hand. I I saw like one other person I think with a fucking drink out of like a whole warehouse of like probably like 500 people. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there, I mean, we sound like complete alcoholics. We think <laughs> we think we're so cool because we're drinking. I'm just saying, look, you're playing Tecmo Super Bowl. You should be drinking yeah, a fucking beer. fucking crack of beer. Come on This now. guy with his fucking lunches. You know, right. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, how about a guy walking around with uh, actual exact controller, Nintendo controller size uh, business cards for his uh, retro gaming podcast? Might have to tune into that one. I need to do that. I actually threw that away on accident. I, I, think. Th- I think it's still sitting on my coffee table. Okay, yeah. Uh, we got to get into that. Retro Power Hour, I think it's called, or something like that. We're shouting out other podcasts. There's uh, the guy in the, uh, what was it? Miss Pac-Man or Pac-Man uh, Blazer? Oh, that was incredible. Dude, this thing Tweeted is that sick. One out. I'm, sure, I, I'm sure that guy probably beat won a championship on the Pac-Man level. Right. Uh, <laughs> But what what a but I choked I choked but I got this medal and it's to remind me because Vegas they're, Vegas they're doing a coming. tournament in Vegas Vegas in is a big one yeah I'll go down there I'll dominate all right it's that simple you know what and I and I learned a lesson in this is like a, a classic like you know building for the moment kind of story we got going here I found my new team that's what I need to do that's what we got to do by we got to train yeah. I found my team it is the uh, Miami Dolphins and I found out that Dan Marino. Has laser precision, even, and you know what is the best part about Marino? You can throw off of rhythm with him. Usually in techno, you got to throw yeah. like on yeah. time, you know? 
Uh, which well, is another. Well, well, that's what got me in the, the championship game is Rippon like delivered one of the. I thought I had a safety. He'll he throw like, like a 15 80 yard touchdown. Yeah. Or no, 100 yard touchdown. But he would, no, like 85 yard touchdown because he dropped back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, third and 15. But Rippon doesn't normally deliver like that. Marino, yeah. I understand. that. Just to, some of the gods were against me a little bit. Mm. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue it. I saw, you know, third and 15, this guy's throwing up Hail Marys on, on a, like I blitzed it. I fucking blitzed it. Double coverage. Yeah. He gets the jump. But, Bullshit. but yes, I, I need to, I need to dabble with the teams though. I need to, you I know need, what it is? Yeah. Dan Marino. All I have to do is figure out like exactly how many rotations I have to go around to like find my guy. I just got to like study my offense a little more. Yeah. I need to think about the matchups more because you that, need to think about. Yours. I do need to start thinking about mine. <laughs> Speaking of thinking about mine, I want to tell you guys before we dabble into college football and college basketball. Yep, yeah, we are going to bring you this all the time, guys. The college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. I want you to sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your fifty percent deposit bonus today. They got a motto over there, and it's not. You better start thinking about yours. That's our fucking motto. All right. Their motto is play, win, get paid over at mybookie.ag. I'd say they have been thinking about theirs. They have been thinking about theirs. They, they definitely have. I would agree with that. I concur, doctor. There we go. Um, let's just do a quick recap here. What'd you make of that? Uh, the invitational invitational, you know, I, I hate to say it, but if you take the results of the playoffs and the, or the invitational and the um, other bowl games, it really doesn't seem necessary to have had <clears throat> any more than four this year. Unfortunately, really? I would, I think I would actually, the point would be that I think you can make a great argument because the one seed never wins. <laughs> well, that's definitely true. I'm saying you add more in, you'll see the same result. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now the argument is how many teams do you add in? Assuming I mean like baseball, for instance, I like their mod, uh, their model of like only four teams from each uh, I league. I think it's terrible. I like it because you have 160 games to fucking prove it. But they don't even play each other. That's what's amazing. Well, in league, like you have you have okay. probably 20 games against yeah. or like 10 games against every team in your league or something like that. Maybe five. But like either way, but college football doesn't have division, 162 games. Yeah, college football doesn't. So <laughs> I, you, I'd be all for that. Yeah, anytime you have an undefeated team that just finished this regular season undefeated. They deserve a chance yeah. to play yeah. unless they've gone so far out of their way to schedule. Nobody. You know? I still think you're playing division one team. So I still think they deserve a shot. Right. And well, okay. I think you should have to like that year. Hawaii went, it's just, even though they got housed by Georgia, they still deserve the shot to me. The only problem with the argument that they need to schedule tougher is that Sometimes they try and like teams will just be like, fuck, no, I'm no, not playing. That's a very common argument. No yeah. one plays at Boise. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. And some like, like JMU, they're a FCS team, but like Virginia tech and UVA won't play them. Yeah. Speaking of Virginia tech, they just canceled East Carolina. Yeah. That's a good example right there. Yeah. You can try your best to put it on the fucking schedule. Sometimes these yeah. teams who are in the position of power and who's, uh, or they want you to do a terrible deal. Like you can only play. At the fucking swamp right. or at, you know, wherever. If you're going to play in the same, like, league, then you can't have conference commissioners, like, openly being like, uh, no, you're not in a position of power. You have to take an unfair 
situation, like, and try and work with it. But what do you think about Clemson? Well, that was fucking a incredible. Fucking per- performance for your ass, huh? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I gotta say, man, I couldn't deal with another Bama championship. ACC fan, you know. Well, Bama will have their, their revenge on the ACC in August when they play Duke <laughs> in a neutral site. When they win, by, yeah, right. yeah, which is closer to Alabama than than it is Durham, North Carolina, right? But <laughs> ay, 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 five and neither one. here nor there. Yeah. Um, let's talk. Uh, anyway, there's some coaching. I don't know that we talked about Mark Richt. Being gone, surprising. How do you think about that? I thought I was shocked at how fast they hired the backup. Manny Diaz. Yeah, I mean, Manny Diaz. What is he? Does he move the meter at all for you? Maybe a tiny bit. I, I guess their I, defense was doing okay before he left. Maybe not really. Not. I mean, well enough for him to get hired at Temple. At Temple, yeah. I don't know. It was a shocking one to me. And then you had. Neil Brown. Why does Temple love Miami coaches, by the way? Or, or no, vice, vice versa, versa yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, but then you have Neil Brown, who lands at West Virginia, because Dana Holgerson shocks the world and goes to Houston. Yeah. Well, so that's... T- I, want some, I want the Patty C. take on... First off, let's break down Holgerson first. Holgerson, I still think, is a damn good coach. I think he's. I think he is in that same Mike Leach... Uh, or not Mike Leach, um, Mike Gundy. Like, okay. second-tier Big 12 okay. coach. You know, so that's a huge get for Houston, huh? Yeah, massive. That's a great look for the group of five teams and the American and the American yeah. in particular. It's like we are taking our regional like rivals, yeah. like coaches at a lower level because we have a better product. And they so week one they play in Norman. <laughs> I mean, breaking in a new quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that could be interesting. Um, and they get Wazoo as well next year. Yeah. There's your in fucking Houston. team. Yeah. There's your bracket buster next year. Yeah, man. On the uh on the radar. Well, I mean, Central Florida also gets uh Stanford and, and Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. To uh well, Stanford, they didn't quite make the uh They're still conference late. championship, but they've made it within the past few years. Yeah, last year. Yeah, last year. Um yeah. but uh and then okay, what do you think? Neil I'm a huge fan of the Neil Brown hire to to West Virginia. I mean, quite frankly, it's a little surprising that West Virginia hasn't had a hard-nosed coach in them since fucking, I guess, uh, Bill, uh, what the fuck? Stewart? Was, Stewart. He yeah. wasn't really. He was more. Yeah, he was. I, from what I heard, he was like a nice guy. Well, yeah. Even but I mean. He, he kind of was a scumbag from what I understand. Yeah. I don't know. That too. But he, he didn't run a hardcore, like, um, power attack with the tough defense. No. You yeah. know, they haven't done that. And who was the guy before Rich Rod? It was the legendary. Uh, Oh, God, I can't think of his name right now. We were drinking alcohol. Yeah. I know. He's been there forever. He had Major Harris. He had Jake Kelching. He had... Uh, it's funny. Uh, uh, Chad Johnston, I think was his name. What? The uh, quarterback for Robinson, which is like the one of the big powerhouse schools in Virginia, um, had full ride uh, to um, Dub V under that, that dude. I knew he was a fucking legend. Then Rich Ride comes in during our senior year, and I, I knew this guy because I played on the fucking Virginia team with him, and um, he told me that Rich Rod pulled his scholarship. Don Nealon. Don Nealon. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Nealon. Um, but Rich Rod pulled his scholarship. Rich Rod pulled his scholarship, and obviously it worked out for him because he went for a speed quarterback. That dude ended up going to Harvard, though, and married some super hot. Probably a millionaire now. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
I think they both won. <laughs> uh, Rich Rod, by the way, speaking of the coaching tree, landed an OC position at Ole Miss. Yeah, did see that. Good fit, culturally speaking. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have any like uh, cultural fit issues there. Interesting hire. Interesting hire. Okay, and then we have obviously a bunch of college football. How about transfers. Hugh Freeze on that note going to Liberty? Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> That's the greatest, <laughs> especially the press conference. He's talking about it, he's Jesus. He's referring to him as in his junk. He's like, that shit was fucking hilarious. But Liberty pulling the ultimate scumbag route for a religious school. I love it. I love it in a way. It's great for college football. Um, I'm looking forward to checking them next year. Openly bad guys at this point. They open up, I believe, if this isn't week one, it's week two. Syracuse comes to Liberty. You know, hold on. (laughs) Who the fuck they just hired? It was... uh... Few freeze. I mean, yeah. they, they can really. He's a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, gave, he, he has a pretty decent performance against Saban. Dude, what if there was a, an alt right <laughs> like powerhouse? That would be he all these scumbags. I'm like, all for all of this. Right? I'm all for. The more characters in the yes. game, the better. I, well, that's why, I mean, me and you talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Off air, we've talked about it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Why do I love 80s football, NFL, and even early nineties NFL is because they had personality. Yeah. They got rid of that. Yeah. The NFL has barely, if anything, the only thing they've had recently that's personality is probably like Rex Ryan. Right. I mean, what's his name? Tried to be a personality. Uh, who is the, uh, Nolan, the coach for the Niners? Uh, was it Mike Nolan? Mike Nolan. Yeah. But he's still kind of a nice guy. I mean, he's a nice guy, but he was trying to wear yeah, he was trying to wear a business suit on the sideline. They were Which like, I dug that, but... It, yeah, but they wouldn't let him. That's my yeah. point, is that the NFL is like, you know, no fun. But they league, ruined, like, even characters. With their he still, like, wasn't even, like, outlandish to me. Like, But he could have been, like, okay, he's the business guy, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 But they're like, no. Which I would all be for. I, right. I would, I would, you want a business guy? You want fucking... I just want different. A cowboy? You want Bum yeah. Phillips in Houston? Yeah. Give I mean, me go this. back, like, if you were to look... And like, just pull up like 1988 or something. You would see like Buddy Ryan in in Philadelphia, yeah. Jerry Burns, Jerry in Burns Minnesota, are the best ever. Ditka in Chicago, yeah. Glanville in Houston. You know what I mean? Like, you, and I'm probably forgetting a bunch too that are to me great Parcells characters. And Parcells, and, yeah, Gibbs even because he would wear that hat and have the glasses and shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's there's probably more we're forgetting here, but uh, even Marv Levy, Schottenheimer. You know these guys. These guys, like Brian Schottenheimer is not the same as Marty Schottenheimer. You know right. what I mean? Like right, right, right. <laughs> Brian Schottenheimer is a terrible offensive coordinator. <laughs> Everyone was making fun of the Seahawks uh, offense, and I found out Schottenheimer was their OC. He was the Jets OC, so I know all about that. And he was also Georgia's OC under Mark Richt for a year or two when they were awful. B-shot. You know what that reminds me of? Another quarterback that graduated at the same time in our area. I think I brought him up before. Fucking uh, Scott Turner. Is the the, uh, the cornerback or no? He's the uh, he was a quarterback. Oh, okay, uh, he played. I forget where he played. Anyway, he's North Turner's son, obviously. Because oh Norv yeah, was yeah. I was thinking Scott Turner, the DB that, that played for Illinois, but this is somebody else. That name rings a bell. Okay. Yeah, um, no, it's Scott Turner, North Turner's son. Gotcha. He's quarterback at Oakton, Little Rich School, uh-huh. and um, so now he's the fucking uh, quarterbacks coach of the Panthers, coaching Cam Newton. This this guy cried like a little bitch. When we beat him on their homecoming, mm-hmm. we're shaking hands. He's got tears streaming down his fucking face. <laughs> that's all. It's, it's all nepotism. Mushed a burrito in his face. Right? Bam. <laughs> um, the skins suck. So do you. But yeah, the NFL no, he's was a really just, nice guy. The like NFL him. was just a lot cooler back then. Um, 
Yes, it was. Very much my cool. point is, is they got rid of personalities, and that's what college football is better right now. You got Mike Leach. Yeah. You got uh, Hugh Freeze now at Liberty. <laughs> yeah. Right? I even like Holgerson at Houston. Used car salesman. You got Gundy. I mean, Saban's a character, too. Yeah, Saban is. It, uh, Coach O is definitely a character. Yeah. <laughs> Cookie Monster. Yeah, and then you have, uh, you got, I don't know, a couple of... Oh, Spurrier's gone. Spurrier was great for the game. Yeah. Um, Spurrier versus Bowden was amazing. Yeah, that was a beautiful. <laughs> Two complete yeah. fucking assholes <laughs> just hating each other. I mean, I, I even like uh, I even like Herm. I think Herm's a tiny bit of a character. Yeah, so totally. Got the, yeah. Very much so. But uh, speaking of college football coaches, buddy. Mm-hmm. Let's. Oh, you got Jim Harbaugh. He's a character. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, what do you think about? Let's. I was thinking. Who would you say? Let's just grade. Let's just grade the Power Five coaches. All right, and and um, I'll go Power Five and American, Power right. Six, since I believe in that. This is all coaches or no, 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 new coaches. They were they spent one year at their university last year. Yeah. So perhaps year two, I want to. I'll get your opinion. I'll. Gra- I want your grade, mm-hmm. and then I want your opinion on. Do you see a big change coming or do you see Okay. Like this is exclusively coaches that their first year was last year or they may have been like two years in. No, the first year was last year. First year was last year. Okay. All right. We're gonna start off with Dan Mullen at Florida. Great year. About what I expected. Almost exactly what I expected. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh so no letdown. That's an A higher. A higher and uh A performance. A performance, and I think Florida's gonna be in the SEC championship hunt every year that he's there until his game falls off, you know, which shouldn't be anytime soon. Okay. Okay. They're recruiting well. They open up with Miami in Orlando next year. They will butt fuck Miami yeah. next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We'll go with number two is, and, and I, I'm just, these are all just, I just wrote these down. There's no chronological order to this. I have uh, Kevin Sumlin at Arizona. Um, I know you're going to be lower on this higher than I am. <laughs> I just think it's yeah, he was terrible. They were projected to like win the South in some publications. Well, that was probably when Richwater was there, and they had a quarterback that fit no, his no, no. system. They're saying someone walked in, and they thought like this is going to be what what a home run hire for Arizona. Well, I think that was the fucking quote quote experts being fucking dumbasses. Someone passes the ball, and this guy's a mm-hmm. a straight like. Did he he's still is he transferring still? What's the status on that? I need to find that out. Yeah, he needs to go to Ole Miss. No, yeah, just oh, make that man. a seamless transition right there. That you know? would because but here's the thing is I think I think well I think he's not a senior so therefore he would have to sit out a year. But if he's already graduated because he may have been there for long enough. I think he wasn't he a sophomore this year. I mean, these dudes are graduating in like uh, yeah. two years now. Just passing well, on. these fucking kids, like, remember how hard it was to get AP credit, like, when we yeah. were in high school? Yeah. You might, like, have the smartest kid in the school, like, take two AP courses. Now, like, the valedictorian is having, like, eight. They've already, already completed their freshman year of college before they've even fucking left high school. So what, what are you saying here, evolution? Well, I just think it's just, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe kids are just way better than we are. Or made way, way worse than us. Yeah, maybe it's just way easier to fucking, like, yeah. you know, whatever. Fucking Anyway, assholes. okay, uh, Sumlin, what do you think? Uh, C, C plus, somewhere in there. C. And next year, do you think Arizona's going to be good? I just think there's a ceiling on how good Arizona can get, you know? There shouldn't be. But there seems to be for some reason. 
I think I see him as like a seven win coach next year. Okay. Uh, Willie Taggart. Shoot. <laughs> Talk to me here. That's a hard F. <laughs> they open with Boise. It's in, it's in it's in Florida. Yeah. So I mean, but one can only think. Doesn't it get like just as tough in the? I don't. Weeks? Well, ACC doesn't release their fucking schedule because they're assholes. I'm gonna pull it up though. Huh? Uh, I believe that so that we won't have their uh, entire football schedule because they have. I mean, we'll know the, the the teams they play. We just won't know which weeks they'll be playing. Yeah. Um. And where am I at here? Let's go. Well, they added Alabama State. To, what just happened? Why? They added Alabama State to the schedule, which I, you know, I, you got it. You got to like that. Okay. So let's just do a breakdown here. They get Boise week one. Boise's replacing a quarterback. Uh, then week two, they're at, or they get Louisiana. They have Alabama State. Yeah. Yeah. That's a gimme. Well, we don't know the dates on all this. So, okay. At a conference, they get Boise and Florida. At Florida. Yeah. <laughs> they better beat Boise week one. Right. Because that could be two losses right there. Yeah. Right? They're, Clemson's going to be an L. That's three. Yeah. They're also at Clemson. Yeah. Definitely a loss. Guaranteed L. Okay. They, they, I heard what's his name is thinking about transferring. He's weighing his options. Yeah, Francois. Francois, yeah. Okay. They are home to Louisville, Miami, NC State, and Syracuse. So a lot of those are like seem 50, like 50 losses, games, yeah. right? I mean, Louisville, Louisville can't be any worse. I would think Louisville, like just the Satterfield's first year, I would favor Florida State. I mean, I mean, here's the thing: Taggart, I guess, does have kind of a record of like improving over the course of several years as he like, uh, you know, implements his system. So. I guess we should expect progress from Florida State, and if that's the case, then I would expect. Well, yeah. I, I can tell you that even though Syracuse loses Dungy, Syracuse is going in the right direction. NC State loses Finley; they're going in the right direction. Yeah, I I don't know. I think NC State may have kind of like hit their ceiling. Okay, uh, their road games are at in conference at Clemson, at Boston College, at Wake Forest, and at Virginia. They could go zero four in those. <laughs> they better be Wake Forest, but Wake, Wake Forest, Forest had a freshman yeah. QB this year, dude. And they kind of lit it up on offense a bunch of times, which was. Like, <laughs> I'm a Clawson believer, man. Yeah. I would. I mean, you think they're got to be favored against Wake Forest? I can't tell you that on they, the road at the, after last year. I don't know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if I were betting on this year's Florida State team at this year's Wake Forest team, I would bet I would favor this year's Wake Forest team. I'm saying so. You're talking potentially then. Okay, if you say, let's say they beat Boise. Yeah. Which is, it's the. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not say that. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's say they lose to Boise in Florida. That's two losses. Mm-hmm. At Clemson, at Boston College. Boston College, they're, they're going to be good. They Without AJ Dillon. Is he, he's is, a junior. He's coming back? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Has Has it been declared announced? yet? That would be a big fucking return. But the quarterback is definitely back because he was only a sophomore this year. Mm Okay. Um, BC. Virginia, you would think definitely. 
do they make a bowl next year? <sighs> Dude, if he misses a bowl his first two seasons, he's gone. He's definitely gone. But uh, right now, the only one for sure wins you can tell me are Alabama State, Louisville, and Louisiana Monroe. Louisville is not even a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they fucking squeaked by Louisville on some <laughs> yeah, luck this that's year. That's true, man. Bobby Petrino's dumbass throwing a pass. The game was done. Right. <laughs> fucking run the ball and the game's over. All right. So you give him an F. I agree with you. I'd give him an F. By the way, just to get my opinion, I would give the Mullen higher an A as well. Uh, and the Sumlin higher, I would give a D. Mm. Um, a little harsh on Queso. <laughs> he, won, he won five games. They were projected to win. The South, <laughs> or be in contention. They weren't even really in contention. I don't know. The South was pretty weak this year. Hey, Herm Edwards outshined Kevin Sumlin. That may be the, the shocker of the year. That's let's, true. Just, let's move to Herm. Let's move to Herm. <laughs> uh, I think that one is slightly... I, I, You could argue this could be an A. Yeah, you very much could. <laughs> I think it's an A. Yeah, I mean, he played... I mean, the, the, I like the identity of the team. Yeah. Even though, like, yeah, you could say, well, they only won one get more game than uh, Todd Graham or something in year one. Yeah. Or, but the identity of the team, they were not a pussy tackling team. They were yeah. just like, kind of like. You felt like they could win any game yeah, they played. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me, I know someone tweeted at us being like, uh, this is probably like in the past month, but someone tweeted me like, what, what, you, why are you guys so hard on Graham? And and what and giving Herm so much praise, and I go well because it's kind of the eye test. Yeah, like before he'd watch Todd Graham. Graham is like Brian Kelly when Notre Dame was like too soft to like win a big game. Yeah, well that's the thing is Arizona State just came off like extremely soft to me. Yeah, and now I'm thinking like even though yeah they only won one more game or something than than Todd Graham did, uh, it's just in the appearance on the way they play. There's right. an identity you to their team. You can go out and light up yeah. the scoreboard all fucking day long, but when it comes down to it, when you need to win a game against a good team, you have to do something else. Yeah. And he I, never did. And I came across kind of like Arizona State, like that's a team that could beat you. Todd Graham, I know he beat Washington two years ago, but I'm saying in general he didn't pull many upsets that yeah. I really bought into. He he reminds me a lot of any like Big Twelve coach, you know, any like Texas yeah. like Big Twelve coach. I'm like, sure he'll land at, at some some mid major and be be decent. He's like a offensive coordinator. He's like an SMU head coach, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Um, but Herm doing it. I think ASU. I know they lose a lot. Nikhil Harry's coming out early. It'll be a first round draft pick. Their quarterback is gone. But uh, it is going to be curious to see. He did land some big recruits. You saw uh, Ryan Clark's son. Ryan Clark already has a son that's playing college football. And he's a big-time recruit. Really? Yeah, he's a, he'll be a freshman this year. But he went really? to, to Arizona State. He chose How old is Ryan Clark? Isn't he like our age? People have kids. That <laughs> At 12. <laughs> Maybe not me or you, but I'm right. saying like, uh, well, look, dude, what do you mean? I We know a guy named Chris Valentine. Whoops. Valentine? Just, yeah. just, <laughs> the name's out. <laughs> There are a lot of Chris Valentines out there. <laughs> yeah, All right. That's true. Bobby Valentine. Bobby Valentine. The old Mets manager. That's right. <laughs> uh, who did the classic. Remember when he drew a mustache? Wait, on wasn't his face? Bobby Valentine the guy? Wait, what? I don't know about that story. <laughs> what? Dude, you should, uh, you should fucking Google, Google this right now. Just Google image it. Bobby Valentine got ejected out of a game. Mets manager. Yeah. He takes, you know, the uh, eyeliner for your fucking, the baseball players that put, they put underneath, not eyeliner, but uh, uh, eye black. Yeah, eye black. Uh, he puts that, so he got ejected out of the game and he comes back in the crowd as someone. He's got oh, this mustache. <laughs> and he gets had by ESPN. Yeah. 
So genius, dude. He comes back as a different person with the... <laughs> That's it's a pretty great gangster. photo. Uh, but my point is, is that he had a child at a young age, and voila, they're already in college. There it is. I was thinking Greg the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> oh, man. G- Wait. Is that a w- Jim? Chris Valentine's got a kid in college already? I think. Jeez, a flip. Um, <laughs> I love how you just burned his name again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Chip we Kelly. We love you, Chris. Chip Kelly. Um, Chip Kelly. Uh, D. I thought they improved as the year went on. They did. So if we're talking about like how the higher overall looks, yeah, versus like first year performance. See, but I was also tipped off to this. That's why one of our plays on few if right was I knew someone that was involved with the program who said, "Holy shit, the team is really like yeah, they don't have players to run the offense." Yeah. Um. So that's why I called for the under on their uh, win total as one of my locks. I think, mm. and that came true. Bang. Um. In uh, insider information, I did have insider information on that. That's right. I did. I did. Have... Trading places. You're like uh, yeah. getting the little envelopes with <laughs> right. you in the garage. <laughs> um, I do think, though, that, hey, I think year two is going to be a lot better. I would think so, too. And the fact that the. So I'm going to give it a C with. Because with, I know it's a coming. C with potential. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Storm is coming, man. It needs to. <laughs> It'll be a massive disappointment. At any point, we're waiting for this like spread uh, option offense to become like, you know, passe. You know, it's coming. I think two years though. I don't think this year. Yeah, coming up. I don't think nineteen. I think twenty is the one you're really going to see the turn. Yeah, we shall see. But year one, that was a, that was a D. <laughs> what you, he was walking into a really bad situation. That was an egg. He started Wilton Spate late in the year. That's why he's not fucking no. Granted, <laughs> Jim Harwalk is a coach that you think was amazing that started Wilton Spate late in the year, like thirteen months ago. Jim Harbaugh has proven to be a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it because I love the guy. <laughs> Maybe he took his team to the Super Bowl. He took turned around San Diego University, turned around Stanford. Stanford was in the shed. I wonder how much of his Super Bowl was. Uh, who was the D coordinator that uh, ended up? Becoming the head coach, or no, he was the D line coach, the dude with the stash. But it was that Greg Minuski, I think it was his D coordinator, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah. Either way, it wasn't his offense, which is his fucking calling card that took the 49ers to those three NFC championships. Kaepernick, you know, helped out a lot for that team. He did kind of, but fucking uh, Alex Smith got him to the NFC championship. Well, both are athletes and both. Y- you know, work well enough with him. If he has a mobile quarterback, his offense becomes serviceable. You know what his problem is that I can't believe is he needs to start thinking about his, he does need to start thinking about his. <laughs> he can't find a fucking like uh playmaker running back. How can he not have playmakers? How can he not have an 1800 yard running back? How can I watch central Michigan that won like two games this year and they had Jonathan Ward and I'm sitting there like he's a good running back, but yet I turn on Michigan and I'm like, I see a one yard run. Like the guy can't even fucking make the guy miss. And I'm like, how do they not have any, even a wide out? Yeah. I mean, people's Jones decent dude, enough, but Toledo had like three wideouts that like got over a thousand yards and I'm sitting there like, dude, these guys are nasty. Yeah. And it's like, how did not one of these, yeah. you're supposed to be pulling in top 10 classes. You can't get anyone. You couldn't get LaVisca Chenault from screen. Colorado. Right. You know what I mean? Like exactly. Fucking bum. Okay. But uh chip Kelly. Yep. 
we said our piece there. Chad Morris in Arkansas. Rough first season. D, D plus. Loss, uh, th- 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 like a 30-point loss in North Texas, and then a loss on the road at Colorado State. Probably a D. <laughs> <laughs> Which one almost pushes an F. Right. right but right. it's year one. Uh, I don't give him an F because I didn't pay enough attention to him to like hate what he did that much. Year two is coming. Yeah. There is talk right now that SMU quarterback grad transfer Ben Hicks might go to Arkansas. Hmm. Little familiarity. Yes. So that could that could potentially help, but I still think you're in the SEC West. Good luck, Mr. Morris. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think it's pretty shitty. Okay, how about this? Jonathan Smith, Oregon State. This is one where record was nothing, but I saw the team once again, the vision. Like if you watch the game, mm-hmm. I saw or the, the games, not game. If you watch the team, I thought the team was getting better. There as were the a couple of times. Yeah. They, they gave uh, Ohio State a, a bit of a challenge on Offensive, defense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait. Oh, uh, yeah. They put up 31 yeah. on them. That yeah. was more than a lot of teams did. But, I mean, that was like game one, I think, yeah. for, for, for Stewart. As the season progressed, now I still think there's gaping holes throughout this roster. But I thought, considering he walked into one of the worst situations yeah. in all of college football. Did they improve? You're going to have to tell me because this is no, not. No, I think they were much more competitive. Yeah. Did they did they win as many games? I think they won two games or something. Yeah. Right. But they passed your eye test. They I thought I thought he exceeded expectations. I'm not gonna lie. Oregon State is not a team I paid a lot of attention to. <laughs> Got to get you up to Corvallis, buddy. <laughs> well, it does seem like a fun game day environment, no doubt about and that. And I'm gonna talk about you 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 flaking on Arizona in a minute here because our next our oh, next coach is out. Josh Heupel. Yes. Year one. I mean, what? A? <laughs> you went fucking undefeated <laughs> in the regular season? How do you give anything yeah, else? Yeah, right? Like, took a backup quarterback and competed with LSU in the fucking uh, Fiesta Bowl? Now, now, this is the thing. Okay, so you were supposed to show up to the Fiesta Bowl. You got, you got cold feet, right? <laughs> and I'm not going to dive into Did it. Did you just call it the Fiesta Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know what I'm talking the about. Festival. The festival. The festival, right? <laughs> And, uh, okay. First off, I had a great experience. I had, uh, well, I went to the game and it sucked because UCF lost. Yeah. I did hang out with some LSU fans. One of them, Bregman of the Astros was like three seats over from me, but I made friends with the LSU fan right next to me, lawyer in Baton Rouge. How are you going to tell the story? Which, which story is this? The, the, yeah, I am. Okay. Okay. So they these fans also are there that are fans of the show. They hit me up and they say they they hit me up on Instagram because but believe it or not this was shocking because we don't have followers on Twitter. Yeah. I mean we do have followers on Twitter, but these particular fans, I always are forget followers that aren't following us yeah, on Twitter. So they're just out there in the world, and I never have any interaction with them. So they hit me up on Instagram though a private message thing, and I'm like, who the fuck is private messaging me? I think it's some spams. I was figuring it was going to be some sliding girl, in your girl DMs. with your tit, tits out or something. <laughs> because Colby gets that all the time. <laughs> and uh, I, I open it up and it's like, hey, uh, you know, we're at the game. Let's, let's, uh, let's buy, you know, buy the database sandwich after the game. And I'm like, sure. So I invite him to this, this bar that I'd been referred to from a friend from uh, or a, a, a fan from, from Twitter in Oklahoma. Yeah. Called, called like three girls or something. Right. That was too far away. It was like 20 miles away. But this lawyer from Baton Rouge is looking to drink. He came solo from Baton Rouge. 
And I was like, yo, roll with me. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I, Credit as a fan to that the guy. LSU fans are fucking fantastic. Yeah. So I, we go meet at this bar, like literally like walking distance from the stadium. Yeah. Well, he's very fantastic. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll get to that point too. Well, no, the, the, the lawyer. No, it wasn't the lawyer. Oh, it was the fans that, that hit me up on Instagram. Oh, okay. So I, I meet up at this, uh, some bar, bar, bar Louie or something. Yeah. In, uh, Scottsdale. And, um, or no Glendale, not Scottsdale. And, and so I, I'm, I get there and they, they, these fans, like probably like a group of like four or five, it's me and the lawyer. And then the, a group of four or five other LSU fans. Well, they're wearing LSU gear, but that's what was crazy. was like some of them are from Arizona. I was, I was drinking, so I don't really remember much. It was just on the bandwagon. Yeah, I'm not really sure who was from Louisiana. Who was who legit and who wasn't. Oh, they were all LSU fans, though. Okay. Um, But they, they start buying me. They get me a Jameson shot right away and a beer. And, like, uh, the guy next to me, the lawyer, orders some chicken nachos for himself. He's hungry, and you know. But these 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 fans end up picking up our whole tab. Kudos to them. They Very bought generous. me a sandwich. Nice. But we're in the middle. I'm like halfway through my sandwich. I'm talking to the lawyer and I'm going back and forth with these, these guys. And then they reveal to me that they're on acid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hop back into the conversation. It's like, yeah, I was on acid. I was like, oh, no shit. And I'm like, uh, when? And he was like, now. <laughs> I'm like, wait. I was like, yeah, the whole time we were at the game, I was on acid. It's fucking dope. And I was like, Wow. Well, that's I mean, how you do it. I I don't think that's how, that's how you do it, Patty. That's a C. big league move. I don't start thinking about that. All right, you better start thinking about yours because I can we uh, <laughs> can what? we talk about our previous uh, podcast? You can talk about whatever you want to. The buddy. last it's, podcast we've had. This <laughs> oh, is open. Okay, because Colby credit to Colby Dan because he I care about the quality <laughs> of the podcast. He is the that's right. He is the person that keeps. This whole thing together. Uh, <laughs> because last podcast, let me just put this out here. We started the podcast. It was the night uh, vacation started for this me. This is like a bowl preview podcast. Yeah, bowl yeah. preview podcast. We just happened to have a bunch of fucking really heady mushrooms, <laughs> right? And huge caps. We pop like one or two each. We're thinking we'll be fine. We start recording this podcast. These things hit in like 15, 20 minutes flat. Dude. It was really bad. We are Luckily, it got deleted. Balls. Luckily, it got deleted. Dude, I wanted My him to keep it. My bosses would have yelled at me. Right. It was so bad. I wanted that to be a B-side for like our fans <laughs> or something. Yeah, we went off the rails a little bit. Anyway, we slept it off, and then we, we recorded the next day. So anyway, <laughs> that right. is what we do. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Josh Heupel, A, obviously A. Okay, if Milton McKenzie, if McK- Milton McK- if McKenzie Milton plays that game, what do you think? It's tough to say because... Uh, LSU ran right through UCF's defense. But, UCF's defense was not as good as last year's UCF. That's true. That is true. I've said that all, all year, but I'll say this. There was a point in that game. UCF was up 14-3, to three and and they had LSU fans. In, I was sitting in the LSU fan section. They're all nervous. 14-3, yeah. UCF stops them on a third down. They're at, like, midfield. Yeah. Right? Or, like, probably their own 45. Yeah. They go for it, right? No, no, no. UCF gets a sack, so it's going to be like fourth and 15. Yeah. The guy who sacks the ball or sacks the quarterback grabs the ball and spikes it into the ground. 15-yard penalty. Yeah. That was the game-changing play because they were going to have to punt to that offense. 
Right. And even though it was Mac and they struggled, they had the momentum on their side. I was side. thinking if they go up 21 3, I don't know if LSU is the type of team that can come back from fucking 18 points. Right. Especially with that, like the fans being like, yeah. I mean, that situationally changed that game. Well, that, 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 that 15 yard penalty gave them a touchdown that drive. Right. And then the so, momentum was back. Yeah. Then. So. But, Idiots. But, I mean, there was also a big drop. Mac threw like a 50 yard dime yeah. late in the game. I'm talking before they had gotten like two, two scores. Yeah. I'm talking like. Late fourth or late third quarter, he threw like a fifty-yard dime receiver dropped. Yeah, I remember that. Like right in front of my face. Really, I, my tickets are pretty good. I mean, he should have came. He should have came. I'm a but, fucking idiot. But my my thing is this though: is that he was a liability. Mac, there's only two throws he could throw. Slant. Yeah. Right, and the the, the slant was still iffy. The deep out he can throw. Well, that's a fucking hard pass to throw. Deep out. It's a big league pass. He was landing it, man. Yeah. But I'm saying as far as like in anything intermediate. Yeah. He just limited the, and I'm sitting there. And, and even, well, didn't he miss his last 11 passes? Yeah, yeah. Dude, in crunch time, like. Well, the, at, well, that's why, you know, Mackenzie Milton wouldn't do that. And even the LSU fan next to me was like, dude, I don't know if we would have beaten this team with, with Mackenzie Milton. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but. It was funny. I go to this bar afterwards, and this fucking guy. I sit down while I'm waiting for these kids to show up, or these 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 fans of ours. Not kids. They're like 27. Yeah. But uh, I sit next to someone, and I I got my college experience sweatshirt on, which I gave to a fan. Uh, but at the time, I have it on. Yeah. Right. He's and, a gent. And you know, everyone's taking this UCF and stuff, and this guy sits next to me, and he's just he he just starts and going in, man. Right. He's like, yeah, it's about time college football should put the put them in their place, right? And this guy is talking shit on a UCF yeah, fan, but he's wearing a Tennessee hat. Yeah. Oh man. And, and he has the nerve to say, he's like, and he's like, that don't happen here. And he's like pointing to his hat, <laughs> Tennessee. And he's I'm just like, Dude, riding that sec. Like that's the fucking worst yeah. to root for the whole fucking conference, conference. like that. It's like, yeah. you're a fucking Tennessee fan. Our friend Mickey to his credit, you know, is di- like adamant about this. He's an Ohio state fan and he will not root for any other team except Ohio state. He will, if Michigan is playing and fucking Ohio state's playoff bid is on the line. If they win, yeah, he'll root against Michigan. You, you got to respect that. Yeah. Dude, with this, but first off to say that as Tennessee is like UCF would beat Tennessee by four touchdowns. Probably. Yeah. Especially if they have Mackenzie Milton, like t- Tennessee, we'll get to Tennessee. You yeah. know why? Cause next up is Jeremy Pruitt. What did they even do this year? Were they five and five seven? Five and seven. Five and seven. Lost, five Van- lost and to seven. Vanderbilt for the third year in a row. Oof. Man. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> it's a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hundred thousand seat stadium. You're fucking losing little old fucking academic. And, and what's more hilarious there is like they, uh, they've been attacking me a little bit on Twitter saying, well, see what Gre- Gre- see how bad Ohio State's defense was with Greg Schiano. We made the right decision to go with Jeremy Pruitt. No, you didn't because you passed on Mike Leach. And if you want to play, play the game where you're shitting on Shiano, well, take a look at Mike Leach and see what he did on a team that was projected to be six and six. Oh, they only went 10 and two right. or 11, 11 and two. And two. Yeah. Right. Uh, and he probably would have, I'll say this. I'm going to go out and say this. It's a hypothetical, but I know this. Mike Leach, if he was at Tennessee, it would have been bowling this year. Yeah. It would have been in a bowl game. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. He's taken. Texas Tech, yeah, to the number two team in the country, yeah, and he's taking fucking Washington State top to a top ten. ten. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, fucking Tennessee. How fans. how are people not hiring Mike Leach? Yeah, it it's, has to be like a personality thing. No, it's I I think as a lot of things. I think he's, 
I think he he well he said he's he's a Trump supporter. Yeah. And he also You would think that would play in a lot of places though. You you would think so too, but I also think in a college crowd. Yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? You get more liberal it's true. Uh, typically you know, college students and stuff, but yeah. I will also say that the 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 thing of the locker room with the kid even though it's not true. If anyone ever looks into that, it's not true. It's more so Craig James being a fucking piece of shit, which has been proven. Yeah. All again. you have to do is do the research. Do uh, do the research and it will be there for you. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't understand why he's not. Dude, anyone. Why didn't Miami get fucking Mike Lee? Oh my god. Why Can didn't you Miami get how Rich Rodriguez? Good they would have been. Dude, I'm sorry. Rich Rodriguez to Miami just makes so much fucking sense to me. It's a speed system. Miami, if it has anything, has fucking speed. Fucking Denard Robinson was from Deerfield Beach, right around the corner from Miami. Yeah. It's like there's probably 20 of those dudes. He could have three Denard Robinsons on his fucking rotation. Yeah. No, probably. Any, anyone. Well, the, he has another thing going against him, but Miami should embrace that. Rich Rod, what? He fucked an intern. You know right, I mean? come like, on, we're Miami here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's part of like the identity. That's, like, that's gonna... what you do when you go to Florida. Everyone probably go. I mean, not Florida, Miami. Right, it's and like, Florida in general. Yeah, but it's, they are. I, I mean, yeah, Miami has that identity too. Of like, right. Bobby Petrino, essentially. That's gonna get Miami further is getting a scumbag than it is a nice guy. You know, they've already cleaned up their image with like how many nice guys in a row? Fucking. Uh, uh, Al Golden. Golden was a nice guy. Uh, Randy Shannon. Randy Shannon's see, nice enough. You know, I guess. <laughs> you act like you. Yeah. I guess you, you remember like him like being on the old Hurricanes when they were assholes. So, <laughs> okay. uh, he's nice enough. He right. made the cut. Right. I guess he's a pretty nice guy. Uh, <laughs> I got nothing against the guy. Um, but he was a fucking former asshole Hurricanes. So. <laughs> um, yeah, that program's cleaned up. That's the uh, that's the cycle for Miami. You clean it up. And then you get another scumbag. You clean it up. Scumbag. Yeah. Sanctions. <laughs> sanctions. Right. National championship. Sanctions. Clean it up. Sanctions. Na- uh, scumbag. <laughs> National championship. Yeah. yeah right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I get, I get what you're going at here. Right. All right. Uh, Sonny Dykes, SMU. Five and seven season. Sonny Dykes is tied Graham to me. I agree. That's exactly yeah. what, what, what I'm talking about. So we'll just plow out of that one because no one likes fucking SME football, especially because <laughs> Craig James is a piece of no good shit. Sure. Right. Although Eric Dickerson was awesome. Swaggy. Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley. Hmm. Damn it. Uh, Court, Courtland, uh, the other receiver on the fucking Broncos right now. I can't, not Courtland Finnegan. Sutton? Courtland Sutton. Sutton. Sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Scotty Frost. Are we no, talking about Nebraska? Are we talking about first year performance or overall outlook? Both. We're, t- we're touching on both. First year performance. I can't say give them more than a C. Okay. Yeah. I, honestly, like this is a team that's been used to winning nine games, firing coaches for winning nine games. <laughs> <laughs> and what does he come out when five? Yeah. Five. Yeah. So, I mean, but that said, definitely turned it around. Uh, late I have season. a feeling they're going to be really good this yeah, year. Yeah, dude, they're going all the way with them. They'll at least be consistent competitors in the Big Ten West. Yeah, but I agree. whether he gets them to a national championship level remains to be seen. I think a lot of that will have to do with recruiting, just because you're playing big boy football week in week out. You can't do it with like third rate talent, you know. 
It shall be interesting because that quarterback was getting better and better. They played Ohio State tough at the end of the year. Yeah, and Ohio State improved throughout the year. I'm on board with Frost. I still think it was an A higher. The season was was what I expected. I expected six and six. I think I said they were yeah. five and seven, one game off. Overall, I give it a. I give it. I give it a B plus higher right now. I mean, I don't know who else you would go get if you're Nebraska. Yeah, he's on the right path. Yeah, Mario Cristobal. Give that a little better than like I would have thought. I give that a B at the time. I would have given that like a yeah D. I think he was a little bit better than I thought, but they still lost like the big games to me. Dude, they should have beaten Stanford. They fucking choked That's their my ass. Point though. But he outcoached Stanford. They, well, dude, this really. fucking quarterback the took the football and threw it 75 yards backwards toward his goal line, and then fucking Oregon recovered and took it, or Stanford took it in for a touchdown. That's what I saw. <laughs> That's about what happened. They lost to Kevin Sumlin in Arizona. I'm not saying it was perfect. <laughs> it's I, brand... I will say he was better than I expected him to be. Yeah. But they also, I don't, I, I am not sold. I think he has better coaches on his own staff than him. Well, sure. His job is he's a recruiter. Yeah. That's always been what his deal was. Herbert's coming back. They yeah. open. Well, that's a great job season. recruiting right there. They open the season in Dallas against yeah. Auburn. Yet again, <laughs> <laughs> probably twice as long a travel for uh, yeah. Oregon than Auburn, if not more. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> And Herbert, Herbert's you know Herbert's a player. You know who did did Auburn get a trade? Stidham's coming back, isn't he? No, he's in the NFL he's draft. Gone. It'd be a nice fourth round pick by the Detroit Lions, probably. All right, and uh, <laughs> smart move there, yeah. buddy. Um, good yeah. luck though. Auburn also lost two players, transferred to Colorado. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the thing about um, uh, Cristobal. He changed the identity completely for Oregon from a fucking little scat back team to a power team. And if you're still getting, uh, did you see how well they recruited California this year? Yeah. They fucking dominated the mm-hmm. state. They, they, what they finished like top five or top 10. In recruiting. I think so. So look out. There we go. Uh, Joe Moorhead. You know the thing about giving more heads, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Hello. No Sobel. Um, no Sobel up in here. Kind of a little bit of a letdown. I thought they'd be better. I thought he, I don't think he catered well with Nick Fitzgerald. And mm. I thought this guy was supposed to be a quarterback guru, so I'm going to go ahead and say he let me down. Mm. Don't let me down. <laughs> Serenade him, baby. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give it like a meh. Like I'm going to give it a C. C plus B. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be like a B. Yeah. He better start thinking about his because Nick Fitzgerald's gone. He does need to think about his, but you got to figure them having Dan Mullen for as long as they did was like you're comparing him against a pretty damn good coach. I'm know? saying he walked into a great situation, one of the better defensive lines in the country, vet- veteran quarterback. You ain't going to have a veteran quarterback next year. Why? Because Nick Fitzgerald's gone. He's out in the world thinking about his. That's right. And now you got to decide what the fuck am I doing now as a you head better coach. think about yeah. yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we got Jimbo Fisher. B. Yeah. They did what we projected them <laughs> to do. Here's the thing. 
We might be eating our words on Jimbo because they're recruiting their fucking ass. Look at that schedule. Good luck. (laughs) I mean, it is murderers row. SEC West is still fucking murderers row. Good luck on that fucking schedule next year. Um, Dare I pull it up? How many wins will they have next year? That's all I want to know. Eight. (laughs) Again. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. Run it by me. My stupid ass forgot my computer. So bear with me, guys. Colby's doing all the uh, technical work here. Okay, August 31st, they get the Texas State Bobcats who fired your Everett Withers. Hey, we are coach recession-proof. <laughs> who do we got next? <laughs> I don't even fucking know who yeah, we are. We're going to win with them. <laughs> uh, so they're going to win one there, right? Yeah. Then they go at Clemson. It's a loss. One and one. Then they're home to Lamar. It's Challenging game for the <laughs> uh, Aggies. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. uh, who is week one? In Texas State. They're really like tearing up that out of yeah, conference yeah, schedule. Yeah. At least they play at Clemson and that's not a neutral site. So, yeah. You know. Uh, then they're uh, home after Lamar, they're home to Auburn. Again. No, I think they're better than Auburn. I think they get the win. So you're saying three and one out of the first four. Yeah. Then neutral site game against Dude, Arkansas. They fucking slapped. NC State. Well, NC State was garbage, though. I called NC that. NC State the hung with bet. them for like two two quarters. Well, I was like, dude, if you go through NC State's schedule, first they got very fortunate that West Virginia did not play them because sure. it was a hurricane. Don't uh, tell me NC State was garbage. NC State was a decent. They team. got destroyed by anyone that was good. They beat UVA by two touchdowns. That's the only win they have to, on their belt. That in Boston College, but there was no AJ Dillon in Boston College. Fair enough. Who else did they beat? No one. They lost to Clemson by like 40. Yeah, they did. They lost to fucking Syracuse. But everyone lost to Clemson they by 40. They lost to Syracuse in the Dome. Uh, they suck. Uh, fuck them. Uh, <laughs> uh, the next the next up is, look, first, a neutral site game against Arkansas. So you're saying five and one. Yeah, it's a nice Five start. and one, five, five and one. one. <laughs> they get a bye week, and then they get Alabama. That's five and two. Then they hit the road after a- Alabama. I mean, the fact that it's in uh, well, Alabama's station. schedule is just like, yeah, you have three weeks they, to prepare I'll, for I'll let you know, Alabama also has a bye week, too. So, yeah. Um, and Tua. <laughs> and then they're at, so they go from playing Bama to at Ole Miss, and I think that's a trap game because if Bama beats your ass. And then they're at Ole Miss? Yeah, the next week. That is a trap game. 50-50, but I'll give them the win. Six and two. Six and two, home to Mississippi State. Seven and two. Home to UTSA. Eight and two. Home to South Carolina. Nine and two. At Georgia. Nine and, and three. At LSU. Wait, how many games do they have? This is the final two. I just said nine wins. No, they'd be nine and four. No. Okay, Texas State. One and zero, at Clemson. One and one, Lamar. Two and one, Auburn. Three and one, Arkansas. Four and one, Alabama. Four and two, at Ole Miss. Five and two, home to Miss State. Six and two, UTSA. Seven and two, South Carolina. Eight and two, at Georgia at LSU. Okay, eight and four. It's the same exact shit we've been saying. But check this out. Yep. Yeah, it is the same same shit we've been saying. And that's giving them the Auburn and the Ole Miss and Mississippi State wins. Yeah. I think they'll probably lose one of those. They could easily lose one of those Probably games. will lose one yeah. of those games. 
so Jimbo Fisher, what do we say? I, I said that last because, hey, guys, you guys gave us a ton of shit in the offseason, and we're just bringing it back home. You motherfuckers. <laughs> All right? Now, I want to tell you before I dive into the – we're going to do, we're gonna do a speed – Speed version of the college basketball top Damn speed, for Christ's sake. The college experience is also brought to you by Odd Shark. Head over to oddshark.com to find free pictures from the supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that you simply cannot find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. It's great, guys. Odd it up. I got a glass of vodka, too, because I'm a fucking champion, Petty. See, but we are drinking Tecate in the, in the place to be some, some classic... Tecate. All right, let's just do it. Well, first, before we just dive in, before we dive in, what do you think about these transfers, Pat? What do we got? Well, you got Justin Fields. Is he going to play this year at Ohio State? Dude, I'm seeing Tate Martell already like bitching out. He's dipping out. out. Tate Martell's going to dip out. And so is Justin Fields has got a waiver. What the fuck is this waiver? Yeah, how is that possible? He's a freshman. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to play for Georgia. I deserve a waiver. What? Someone else beat you for the fucking about, starting job. Or how that, about you don't go there in the first place? You knew you were walking into a team that went to the fucking national championship. I don't understand what the waiver is for. I understand with Shea Patterson why he was able to apply for a waiver because his coach was. Yeah, and there, were in a, there was a scandal yeah, that had nothing to exactly. do with him. Uh, then you also have Jalen Hurts. Well, you know, he happened to take a trip to Oklahoma, but what, today? Yeah. Uh, there's talk of Miami. There's talk of you want to uh, help Manny Diaz start off on the right foot. That would be a big land. There's also talk of Maryland because uh, the lots connection. Of you, yeah, but I will say this: if I'm him, I'm going to Oklahoma because Lincoln Riley's got a track record with the old quarterbacks making the pros. Yeah. Um, pass happy system to show he's got that pro capability. Yeah. Penn State lost a bunch of trans, like four or five players are transferring out of Penn State. I don't know where they're going. Is that right? You had you had the running back announced he's going pro also. Uh, mm-hmm. Miles uh, Sanders. Sanders, yeah. Uh, you sent me this one, which was great. Brandon Wimbush considering Central Florida. Mm. Wouldn't that be great? Because from what I hear, Mackenzie Milton's injury is going to take him a long, long time. I think. Yeah. I think he's pretty much. I wonder if he gets another medical redshirt. I think they would. Yeah. I mean, I no, think anyone didn't that get one knows this year. the situation. Yeah. Because um, from what I understand, if that's that bad of an injury, I think. You have to give him a medical yeah. redshirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Wimbush to UCF. I mean, talk about, I don't know how great he is as a passer, but he Gotta be better than started Mac. at Notre and Dame. Look, and I, I'm not trying to team. shit on Mac. I think Mac could eventually be good. Yeah. Right now, got to be better than Mac. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. a good quarterback. And then you got Khalil Tate, which we don't know where he's going to end up, but I think all those are pretty compelling transfer news. But I will say also, Georgia Tech went out and hired Marco Coleman. Jeff Collins at Georgia Tech. Reaching into the past, Marco Coleman was there when they won the national championship. What was he uh, his defensive coordinator? Uh, I believe he's a defensive coach. I'm not sure if he's defense coordinating. I do think that he brought in some pedigree of some guy who was there when they won a national championship. Hey, you want to hype the uh, the players up, make them believe? Go. That's what you got to do. Marco Polo, motherfuckers. Bang, got him. Hey, let me ask. Let me say this: Penn State, if they are shit in the bed here with Urban, you know, walking out the door, this is the time to do it. 
Which means that if Penn State's not going to be the team that takes over, uh, Penn State, Ohio is, State. is basically this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm holding Kobe's, up. He's holding up his second place medal. They'll do anything <laughs> possible to choke away first place. <laughs> they'll have the fuck. They'll munts in it basically. Um, Georgia is this. Yeah, Georgia right? is uh, that as well. Um, Michigan has to do it this year. Shea Patterson's coming back. Ryan Day. How about how about Ohio State stealing a couple of Michigan coaches? A slap in the face. <laughs> Big slap in the face for old Jimmy. And how about Ohio State not scheduling, even though they schedule nine conference games, so I will not give them two out of a time? Yeah. No power five out of conference schedule. Next year. Yeah. They get Cincy. Come on, Cincy. Come, Come on, Cincy, Cincy baby. <laughs> Go in but the fucking Ohio Stadium and steal one. To, to compare that to Michigan, Michigan has the nine conference games, and they also have Notre Dame. Yeah. That's what my point is. Yeah. A little little tougher schedule. Yeah. Um what were we talking about though? Penn State. Uh yeah. Um all right, let's just get to it, Patty C. We gotta go college basketball. The fans wanna know college basketball. It's college basketball season. Me and you are delivering at a ridiculous rate on our locks. Let's just uh I've been shitting the bed for the past two two or three days, but well, no, no, no. Look Before at that, typically doing pretty damn well. I'm just going to tout a little bit. These, these, these aren't all the way updated. They'll be updated later tonight. But I will say, as a whole, coming into today, coming into, we're recording this on Sunday. Uh, I just want to say that not only am I the hair club president, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, uh, I'm also a member when I say, oh, man, this fucking shit starts me off on November 7th. There. <laughs> just give bear with me a second here. I'm just gonna hold the right button on the uh, computer for about two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all have winning records, I will say, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna tout though. Sometimes people they want to if they haven't checked out that we post picks daily on sports. Did see someone shitting on you? Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> First off, his shit was not even accurate. Yeah, he was like nice, nice round of picks. Yeah, I'm like I went. I went one and one, or no, I went one and two. One right? and two on the day. And he was like, what about the five other? Yeah, right? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, I only locked up three games, you fuck. All right? This guy out there, you don't need, you know how to read the spreadsheet? He's probably looking at, at NC Nick or Patty C's picks. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, you can't just attack me for that, all right? He better start thinking about his. That's right. All right. So at the moment... Guys, we post picks daily on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. You can go to the picks section, college basketball, and you'll get every game handicapped by ours truly. And handicapped. <laughs> handicapped. It's a new term. People, the, the new kid, the kids are saying it these days, Patty C. <laughs> um, and also, you can see it on my Twitter at the Colby D. I post it on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at SGP Network on Twitter as well. And we're pretty efficient. I'm just going to say my season record today, and you're going to be like, what's this astonishing number? I am 1,366. And one, so that's, those are how many wins I have. How many losses I have? 1,238. Point is, is I'm over 100 games above, in, above 500. 500. Yeah. yeah. My locks record's 10891. Yeah. All right. And I, I'm, I am going to go out and say this that. November and December are your learning months. January and February and March are when you kick ass. All right? You learn about these schools. You learn about their talents. I will say, as in my first year of doing this, uh, 
just like picking every game every day, you get a feel yeah. just immediately when you see a spread and like you know the teams that you've been betting on. It's like man, that's too high, that's too low. That's why I think a business should invest in us because if they were to put a hundred, so right now if you were to put like a hundred dollars on every single game, you'd be up a lot of money because of of I'm over, you know, much over so far over five hundred. So. Yeah, and especially if you looked at the locks, and I I would argue that all of us are. You I know? have stretches also. If you follow just the stretch pattern of <laughs> stretch pattern, uh, I got stretch patterns on the left <laughs> side of my dick because I pull it to the right. Oh, uh, there you go, there you go. But look, NC Nick is uh, thirteen hundred or one thousand three hundred four and thirteen hundred four games above five hundred. Struggling a little bit as a whole, but he's ninety five and eighty five on his locks, ten above. Patty C over here knocking knocking it out the park, one thousand three hundred forty one and. One thousand his so he has one thousand three hundred forty one wins, losses one thousand two hundred sixty three. That means he's almost a hundred games above five hundred. He's getting there, and he's also a hundred and three and eighty eight on his locks. Talk to me, Patty C in the place to be. All right, we're talking college basketball for the final segment of the show. I'm going to go through the database top twenty five where we avoid the bullshit politics that is out there in college football and college basketball. This is college basketball related though. So I'm going to go ahead and say my number 25th rated team is the LSU Tigers. We Tigers, Patty C. Nice slapping of uh, Alabama. Yes. This team's good. Let me tell you what. Yeah. There is a little bit of a crossover. I think between sports that I'm picking up on here where I, I think I locked LSU to beat to beat Bama. Uh, I think, think you did. I think, I think it was uh, LSU minus seven. Was it? I think I think so. And and I think I, you did lock that. And I knew just because they probably have the frustration of Bama uh, beating them all the time in football. Plus, Bama as a school is probably really down from getting their asses slapped in the national championship. Uh-huh. The mojo was on LSU side. LSU blood in the water. Pulled out a big win on the road against Arkansas. I was actually on the wrong side of that one. They're a good team, though. That when you look at their schedule, you pull through, and you're like, "Whoa!" They've won almost every game. They they hit a tough patch. They, they've lost they've lost three games, but two of them were back to back at Florida State, and then a new, oh, neutral game against Oklahoma State. They lost to Florida State by three, by the way. In a game, if I recall correctly from watching it, I think they had their chances to win and missed a lot of free throws. Then they lost December twelfth at Houston. So my point is, is that those are. Houston is in my database top 25. Florida State's, Florida in my State's database. a damn good team. And Oklahoma State is one of these teams that I have had an incredibly hard te- time handicapping because they lose to Charlotte early in the year, but they can beat, uh, who did they beat? West Virginia at West Virginia. They beat uh, Iowa State, and they're a really hard team to handicap. We're talking El- OK State? Yeah. Yeah. They're actually one of my harder teams in all of college basketball to handicap because I never know which team is going to show up. Kind of like football in a way. <laughs> um... I got the LSU Tigers at number 25 in the nation. I really like that. You know, they hired this coach from VCU came over uh, two years ago and he's really changing things at good old Bud Walton arena. <laughs> no, that's uh, actually Arkansas. Um, no, but I, I, I do like LSU. I, I really think they're going to be a player in the sec as this, as this continues on conference play, Patty C LSU plays Ole Miss next. Ole Miss is in my top 25 as well. This is a very the SEC is deeper than it has. I mean, look, the past like two years, the SEC has been pretty deep. 
Mississippi sitting at thirteen and two. Yeah, and I'm a fan. I love that hire. The Middle Tennessee State coach. They're they're doing things. They're just coming off a nice conference win against Mississippi State. But I'll get to them. Hang on. At twenty four, I got the Indiana Hoosiers. Indiana Hoosiers. I mean, the Big Ten is absolutely loaded. I think most people are saying that's the best conference of college basketball because you have bold statement. Yeah, I, I still would argue the ACC is the right ACC's there got with six it. Six teams in the top fifteen. But I think what they're saying is. ACC does have like a team like Wake Forest where the Big Ten, I don't know that they do. Yeah. Illinois, but Illinois is not that bad. I can't believe Penn State is 7-10. and 10. They're they actually pretty good, too. Beat Virginia. Day. I know. That shows you how deep yeah, they are. The whole conference, I was good. They're 0-6 in conference, yeah. and they beat the number nine team yeah. in the country. Nebraska's good. That Their whole conference is good. Maryland's good. I mean, look, Illinois played Gonzaga. Probably uh, Gonzaga barely got that win, eked out that win against Illinois. Uh, they're the easily the worst team. They're them or Rutgers, right? Yeah, but four and twelve Illinois. I think that's a misleading though. They cover almost all the time. I take them a lot of the yeah, time. If Gonzaga's yeah. eking out against them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I got the Hoosiers. I got the Hoosiers there. I think the Hoosiers are a pretty solid team. They they're coming off a three point loss at Maryland, but they got some big matchups coming. They got Nebraska next. Who Nebraska was just in the top twenty five. Uh, Nebraska didn't, is balling this year too. Didn't Indiana get a uh, big five star recruit this past offseason? They, they did. How's he doing this year? Uh, you know, from I mean, he's balling, I think. But I mean, from oh, an overall standpoint, they kind of been they started off hot. Like I was really convinced that this team was going to be balling. Yeah. And then the past, I thought, well, they lost. They lost to Michigan and Maryland. But uh, who was the game before that that I saw? Oh, the Butler game. That that game, they kind of struggled against Butler. They won. They got the dub. But overall, I just thought they, I kind of had higher aspirations for where this team would, would be. Yeah. Uh, aspirations are, what am I talking Colby about? Colby and I, yeah. when we were eight years old, played on the Hoosiers. Oh. This was when Colby Ooh. and I met. That's right. We Even were, though my oldest brother was friends with Patty's older older brother. Oldest brother, Jesus. The vodka, the kettle one is talking. <laughs> uh, no, this is what happened. Colby and I's personalities were, you know, hatched at an early age. We, we, were, we were role players, but we were like the, the dominant role players. Let's think of who we were as eight-year-olds, okay? Because all I did, right, I, would, I was fast. I would run and I would steal the ball from behind and I'd pass it, right? You were Trevor Ariza. I was like Trevor Ariza but without the offensive game. I was like someone, I was like, I had no offense. You're game. like Trevor Ariza early in his career. NBA yeah, I, career. I would like slam the ball off the bottom of the rim, like trying to do a layup. Like, <laughs> I learned, though, that I was a val- valuable player once I learned to pass yeah. after the steal. But great. Patty was, Patty was always a really good on the ball defender. Yeah. Yeah. Good defender. Kobe D had the wettest stroke. <laughs> and let me tell you what. The most unorthodox stroke you've ever seen. <laughs> Imagine like Marcus Camby. Right now, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> he takes the ball down by the hip, right? He swings in a full like windmill 360 <laughs> rotation and like wrote like off to the side and then fucking releases it right at the top. It's like some have you ever played Jordan versus Bird, the old Nintendo <laughs> yeah, game? Of course. I think that's yeah. like if I recall correctly, that's how they shot the ball. But Colby was just fucking money. So between the two of us, I mean, we got our ass kicked a bunch. But we had some questionable coaching. Yeah, Matt Sider. I think he was the. Uh, well, I have Mr. The, Sider. Well, well, the year prior to that, I was, I believe I was on the same team. Mm-hmm. It was either the year 
prior or the year after. Yeah. Well, we were playing seven, eight basketball, so it had to be the okay. year prior. Okay. Yeah. But I, we won a championship, but we had a different coach. Is that right? Yeah. Colby stays in the championship I, game. I, I won uh, a championship at every level of our basketball. Seven, league. eight, yeah. nine, 10, yep. 11, 12, yep. 13, 14. I don't know about seven, eight. Well, you did then. If seven, okay. eight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out. Jeez. Yeah. Got, How many rings, rings do you have? <laughs> it's a championship pedigree, man. You know I mean? Dude, the flames. Dude, I don't you guys... got no second place bullshit, all right? I got the real rings, all right? <laughs> hey, 13 14 was my glorious year. In all the youth sports, that's my only championship we ever Ooh. got. Oh, man. Still a sore spot we didn't go I, undefeated. I, I, you know, but that the, the refs made up a rule. I, we have yeah. a valid argument. Sudden death. I still I want to get to a point where I'm so successful we can sue them. <laughs> I'm going to look up that referee <laughs> right. and I'm going to sue that motherfucker. Right. Sudden make that, death. Yeah. He, he, so this referee just randomly decides because our game took too long because of fouls that he's like, okay, since we, the, we, we, they made a buzzer beater to send it to, or we made it, what if something happened? We tied at the fucking end of the game. Yeah. But well, it was double over time. Yeah. But so he just goes, all right, the next basket wins. Well, you know what it was, was that they're on like an hour schedule on those. No, no, but games. Patty, see, you, you're, you're taking his side here. Point <laughs> is that he's why he should, what he should be doing is thanking, yeah. thanking himself. These are the two championship yes. teams playing in the regular yes. season. Yes. And you, this you is let that game go basketball, you know, you exactly. Know? Rules are rules. Uh, so at number 23, I got the Villanova Wildcats. Tell that wildcat <laughs> behind the wheel. Hey, oh, <laughs> uh, Villanova is one of these teams that like, look, they're young. Cause all their players came out last year, but come March, you wouldn't want to watch this team because they have the, they have young talent and, and the coaching. I mean, take the game today. I don't know if you caught, caught, caught it. Caught it. Um, they were playing Creighton and Creighton got up early. Guess who came back and won that game by double digits. Stormed, yeah. yeah. They red stormed back almost. Hey, oh, uh, at number 22, guess who I have? They're not just a football school, Petty C. Central Florida, Fairy Golden Knights. Oh, man. Tell me you've watched this team. Uh, on the hardwood? Not a ton. I'm just watching their scores. Johnny Dawkins is their head coach. Coach okay. K, Coach K, uh, you know, disciple. Okay. Coaching tree. Also from the D.C. area. Uh, I believe he went to the Bantha. Johnny Dawkins? I think so. If not, he was right, he was right there. This guy's pedigreed at... Top to bottom. Yeah. Okay, but uh, they got a guy named uh, Taco Fall. Mm-hmm. You heard about this guy? <laughs> Negative. He's gigantic. Okay. And let me tell you what, folks. I'm watching the marquee games right now and the NFL playoffs and the college yeah. football. I understand. But, you're not getting any Central Florida in, but you should because you need but, to start thinking about yours. Well, I will because yeah. now that th- there's nothing else to watch. John- Johnny Dawkins also has a son that plays for the team. He's a baller. Yeah. This team's good. This team's going to make the tournament. This is usually the time I start getting into college basketball. Yeah. Colby Dan's a bigger college ball fan than I am. I'm yeah. getting on board, though. The more Colby pushes me, Here we go. the more I, I, I buy it. And you know what? It's the same thing that really Colby kind of like was on the cutting edge as far as like convincing me to get become more into co- uh, college football than uh, pro ball because I grew up a pro ball fan. But once he pointed out that the fucking regular season is kind of trash, it's really becoming apparent in the NBA how yeah. trash their fucking regular season. It's so season. bad. It's so yeah. bad. Yeah. So I would bad. easily watch like a shit college Dude, basketball. me and Kyle went to a, uh, a Clippers Charlotte Hornets game the other night. Yeah. Right? We were talking in the middle of this, like this is maybe the boringest thing I've ever seen. Like yeah. I almost, I, I was like, Dude, Clippers I, Hornets. Yeah. That's I, terrible. I almost, want, but it's two teams that are in the playoffs right now. All right. <laughs> right. And it's like, 
this is terrible. This mm-hmm. is fucking terrible. Not the, at all. The most exciting moment of the game. I shit you not. I had the video. The fucking fucking tweet this out. Yeah. Was when. They, in the fourth quarter, they said if if one team if if one member of the Charlotte Hornets misses two free throws in a row, everyone gets a free chicken fillet sandwich. So the <laughs> only fillet. excitement, the only <laughs> Chick Fil A sandwich, right? Yeah. The only excitement is <laughs> the fact that I'm serious. It was the, the whole game. Me and Pat, everyone's I mean, on the edge of their seats dude, for that one. I mean, it never happened, by the way. But right. I'm saying. Uh, that the was shit they have to do to like keep people's to attention. Keep, I mean, that's how boring this NBA game was, man. And yeah. it's just the, the it's just so well, much. Two worse. teams in the NBA would never let win a fucking championship. Yeah, and it's just so garbage. The fucking league is garbage. But anyway, um, check out Central Florida. They're never. T- uh, I'm serious though. This mm. team is good, dude. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, at number twenty one, I got the NC State Wolfpack. You know, go pack, man. Pack's coming off. They obviously they had the loss to NC or to UNC, but they did rally with a nice win against Pitt and uh, another another uh, Duke disciple, Jeff Capel. They took down. I'm I, I was watching that UNC NC State game. I forget what happened there. Did they end up getting pushed around a little bit, or uh, I think NC yeah UNC got the they 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 had like they a ten point lead yeah a little bit yeah. I'm surprised NC Nick was on the other side of that when he took NC State. I think I did too. I was on UNC. I just thought that. Got to go with the pedigree a little bit there. I, I think <laughs> they you're get right. up for that one. Now I will say this: I was on Louisville after this. Now, and one of our fans uh, was was tweeting me take Louisville money line, which I did not do. I took Louisville plus the eleven and a half. Louisville won by like twenty in Chapel yeah. Hill. Well, that's the thing. It's like early in the season, my percentages of like betting were, I think, a little higher because I was like not overthinking it, not being too smart, and just going with the pedigree. But then, like, you fucking run into a number of these where you're like, all right, North Carolina whips NC State. I should have, like, yeah. done that. And then, But you also got to remember, like, the follow. I mean, what? The letdown aspect. Or, yeah. I mean, well, especially because Louisville is probably a lot a lot better than their record. Or, like, a lot better than people realize, I think. Yeah. They can't have fallen that far, yeah. talent-wise. And I like Mac as a coach. Um, but... Anyway, what was great was the, this guy. This is on every Saturday morning, by the way, guys. Every if you're a college basketball fan, every Saturday morning I wake up at five in the morning, and I do a live broadcast with all these games for you guys. From all one hundred forty nine. Well, I post all of them, and we talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about with those games. You can find that on Twitter. Now, someone this 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 fan did say, uh, you know, take Louisville money line, and I said I don't know about that, you know. But it was plus five hundred. He was definitely thinking about his. But I, but I a- acted back by saying I'll match you with another plus five hundred that I feel better about. Yeah. Which was uh, Ohio beating Ball State, which did happen. Yeah, they they took it to him too. So right? my, yeah, they did. So my point is, is that if we should have parlayed that, we'd be rich as shit right now. <laughs> um, but but that's why you, need, you should tune in to the the this was week. On, we'll do it this week. Yeah, and I was on Louisville. By the well, way, we should do that. We should do like a, a fan, like. Influence parlay that we bet on. We should do it. That'd be fucking fun, dude. I looked at my sheet. Look, just taking from Saturday, I ended the night. I ended the fucking night with uh, a slew of. Uh, dude, I saw that. I think nine dude. straight games. But look, I did it at different points. Okay, so if, if so, I these the, our spreadsheet. It's in order of the games being played, right? Yeah, chronological. So so so, I have a streak right around. Noon, <laughs> where I won. Don't two, bet any four, of Colby's six, eight, three p.m. Games. Nine <laughs> games in a row against the spread. Yeah, right. 
And then I hit after that, I lose a couple and then I hit six in a row. Oh, after you killed. That, I lose two and then I win seven, oh, wait, two, four, six, seven in a row. Didn't you hit like 66% on uh, yeah. Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Out of 148 yeah, games? games? Yeah. That's fucking insane. And then I ended the night with nine in a row. So you had an opportunity if you would just, if you, uh, you had four chances to, to do a parlay based on my picks that would have actually fucking paid out. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about that. Say it's 148 games, right? Yeah. You bet $5 on each of them, uh, and you finish 66%. I would say, what, then the 100 of those games washes, 50 wins, 50 losses. Yeah. Then you have fifty or 48 wins, $5 a pop, all fucking profit. What is that? That's 250 bucks. And imagine if you parlayed that, though, some of yeah, those. Yes, parlayed some of those. Yeah. That's what yeah, you're just, right. just betting money straight up, $5 a pop on every game. You win two hundred bucks at the end of the night, minus the nut. Like uh, the the uh, fucking bookies keep what is that ten percent? Yeah. yeah, you're probably still walking away with two hundred bucks. That's what I'm saying. If a real company would come and put up money on this, I mean, I do, I've done this before. I, 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 I and it's only going to get better as January and fe- February. That's not arrogance. That's me. Uh, this has happened. Confidence. Yeah, this has happened, and it will continue to happen. Now, at number twenty or number yeah number twenty, I got the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Ben Howland, former UCLA coach, coming off a tough loss to a rival in-state Ole Miss. Yeah. Mississippi State is a good team. They shall be... If you pay attention to the SEC, SEC is a good conference. It's really good this year. Because you got Tennessee that is playing out of control. Or, I mean, out of control. Out of this world. Not out of control. And uh, then you got Kentucky, Alabama. All these teams that are... I mean, Auburn's actually really good. Auburn's probably the second best team in the SEC. Or Kentucky, the but the those three alone, and then you got these Florida, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Vandy that are all decent. Now, Bama, are they like? Uh, I love me some Avery Johnson as a Spurs fan. You know, I grew up. They beat Arizona this year. I mean, there's there's they're a tough team for moments. me to bet they on. Actually, they actually, well, this game. Tell me you watched. They just lost to A uh, and M on the buzzer at the buzzer on. Okay, they kept missing free throws. Alabama should have beat A&M. This was in Tuscaloosa. A&M gets the ball after another missed free throw. They call timeout. They go the... the, No, I'm sorry. There's only like three seconds. They go the length of the court. Point guard. Like jumps out of bounds. Almost Rex Chapman style on the Suns. Yeah. Banks in the three at the the end of the game to to win by one. Um. Alabama, I mean, they had like 10 chances to make some free throws and win that game. Yeah. Alabama well, should have won that what game. What was the spread on that? Uh, I think A&M was a two-and-a-half-point dog. So they still would have covered, technically. Yeah. But I'm saying the, it was a heartbreaking yeah. loss for the Crimson Tide. Yeah. This week had some amazing buzzer beaters. I don't know if you caught. New Mexico State made a shot from half court. Uh, or look, at, I mean, here. Look. I got a nice little cover out of Georgetown on a half oh. court. Dude, this week, I mean, if you pay attention to college basketball with some of this stuff, I mean, uh, let's just let's just go to the videotape, Patty. See, I know this is a long ass podcast, but I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> All right, we're getting into it. It's kind of like really the the opening college basketball podcast in in all reality because yeah. our focus was firmly on college football up until now. Exactly, exactly. Because it's hard to balance both. Look at this shit, dude. Grand Canyon, coached by Dan Majuro, Dan Marley, right? <laughs> Look at this. Okay, they're up by, Grand Canyon is up by one. 
Three point yeah. three seconds left at New Mexico State. Ready? Yeah. Look. We're good. I'll give you the live narration. Right. Fucking breaks the free throw, rebound, runs it down. Three people be pass half. That's court. why you watch college basketball. Splash. That's why, and that's a team All that there's a great chance they're going to be in the tournament. They've been in the tournament the past two years. I'm talking about the New Mexico State Aggies. Now, and, was it New Mexico or New Mexico State that took it to uh, Nevada? That was New Mexico because the pit, the pit, and I'm not talking about the movie PCU, come to the pit where everyone gets laid. I'm talking about the pit, which is New Mexico <laughs> in Albuquerque. Yeah. Historically, has been a terrible place for, for any teams. team to come into. Really? The pit... I'm talking back to UCLA's coach that they just fired. Steve Alford came from New Mexico. This team had an, uh, I, you should look, uh, uh, they're just a really hard place to, to come into and win Re- uh, in general. Even that was outside a shocker. Of the conference. Yeah. I took New Mexico on that. That's why you listen That's to like the That's like the Iowa base. state of, uh, you took New Mexico. To I co- did. <laughs> you didn't take them straight up. No, though. no, no. I took okay. them to cover that though. Yeah. yeah caught it. The pit, man, the pit, the pit is, it catches teams. New Mexico is like a shitty road team, but at home. Well, that is now officially on my radar. Thanks they, to the they almost base. bit Colorado. Like Colorado was down 18, came back and won by one, I think, in, in, at, at the pit. And Colorado is a team that's still like decent in the Pac-12, even though the Pac-12 shit. Yeah. They're still one of, like probably one of the top four or five teams in the Pac-12. But uh, at number 19, I have uh, – that's, uh, that's what's compelling, actually, to touch on that, is that the Western Conference, the West Coast Conference, is better than the Pac-12. You have like people are sleeping on this conference this year. Gonzaga is a beast. St. Mary's makes the tournament always every year. They're good. They're probably better than people realize. San Francisco is really good. San Francisco pushed Gonzaga to the brink. The Dude, other I have a hard on for the mid majors in basketball. Yeah, just because that's their shit. You know? Yeah, like the the George Masons. Like yeah. The, the heart of the campus is the basketball yeah. program. And that's what makes it that's what makes it so great to me though, is like you tune into a San Francisco game and the crowd's fucking all ballistic. Alive. Yeah. I mean they almost beat Gonzaga last night, man. They that's had him crazy. on the fucking yeah. ropes. Yeah. Gonzaga ended up with a double digit win. I think that Gonzaga got the, the luckiest backdoor cover ever because uh, San Francisco started fouling. But with like three minutes left in that game, San Francisco I think was was up by one or down by one. Yeah. And that, dude, San Francisco is the team that's just coming on my radar now. And I'm like, that, dude, this team's pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this conference is good, though. Yeah. Loyola Marymount's not bad. San Diego's not bad. Pacific's not bad. Pepperdine's not bad. This is a, I think they have a pretty, I think they're like 14 and 7. Well, some of those teams have a bit of a, a, uh, a reputation already. Yeah. But like some of them, like Pacific, you know, they've, they've been decent. Pepperdine's been very good for a long time, but yeah, San Francisco, I never even fucking heard of. And the like, Dons. Yeah. Right. <laughs> kind uh, of decent. <laughs> I mean, San Diego, I can remember a time where they pushed, they pushed UConn in the NCAA tournament. I think UConn hit a buzzer beater to beat them. Um, but that was a crazy, I mean, they, they've been solid and they're good this year. I mean, I, they're not going to probably get in the tournament because this conference is deeper than people realize. They'll probably only get to, oh, another, I'm forgetting BYU. BYU's good. BYU's a good team. Yeah. During and, the uh, uh, West Coast Conference? Yeah. Because they once they left the Mountain West, they that's where they team. went. Yeah. So this conference much better than the Pac. They actually have like a four. I thought something like fourteen and eight, fourteen and seven record against the Pac twelve. Wow. So they're 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 going American legit. style on them. But at number nineteen, I got Oklahoma. Lon Kruger, coach at Oklahoma. Sooners. They got a big test. I think they get. Uh, I think they, they they they're coming off a loss to no. They actually. They're coming off a win to TCU. One lost by two. to Kansas by six, right? Yeah, and then they lost to Texas Tech after that, I think. Yeah. But they're good. They're 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 Lon Kruger will have this team ready to to get to break into the tournament. That Big Twelve is pretty loaded too. So 
At 18, I got, well, we're going to try to battle through some of this. North Carolina, we got the Tar Heels. The Tar Heels are, the Tar Heels are coming off a 20-point loss to Louisville in in Chapel Hill. So you know what the, that means for us as a gambling podcast? That means we should probably look Start to betting on that. Look to take the Tar Heels in the next game or two. Because yeah. <laughs> Roy Williams is going to be up that ass. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sure I think they get Notre Dame, I think, this week. Uh, Notre Dame's a little bit beat up, so I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably going to lock up North Carolina minus the points against Notre Dame. Depending on what the points are. Yeah, of course, depending on what the points are. But if you follow the spreadsheet, you'll see why. Um, coming off a tough loss, and they're still in Chapel Hill, and they're playing a beat-up Notre Dame team. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. At number 17, I stay in the ACC with Florida State. Florida State had a chance to beat Duke. Did you see this Ooh, ending? Oh, I did see the ending. Dude, the most blown <laughs> fucking defensive How was cover- he that wide open? I don't know. How the fuck was he that wide open? Dude, that was a, sh- a bed shitting completely. Yeah. You terrible. didn't, uh, they both blowed like their timeouts after like, uh, yeah, like early, on. like didn't Florida state, like take their timeout after Duke didn't Duke give their look and then take their yeah. final timeout. And then, for and then that, Florida state took their final not, timeout yeah. and then fucking that was the defense they came out <laughs> That's with your breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> he buries the three. And because of that final timeout, I guess would they have been able? No, it's not the NBA. They wouldn't have been able to get it. No. half court. Yeah. No, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, Florida State, though, they're, I think their three losses are to uh, UVA, Duke, and I think someone else that was good. That, or maybe they only have two. I think they only have two losses. They I feel like they have, have three for some reason. Let me look. Either way, it's a good team. I know that. Well, shit. They should have just beaten Duke. They, they shat the bet against Duke. They, yeah. Duke lucked up into getting that ball back on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They had to <laughs> review that. They, and it was. I think it was the right call. It was the right call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Florida State is 13-3. Who's their third loss? Let's see if I can find that. Someone that's good. Schedule. Uh, Oklahoma State? <laughs> it might be Oklahoma State. Uh, Villanova. Oh, see? Exactly. Look at those three losses. Look yeah. at the pedigree of those three losses. Yeah, pretty fucking good. Um, all right. At number 16, I have the Kentucky Wildcats. And this is a team that I always say you should watch because Calipari, John Calamari, he, uh, <laughs> did you see, uh, the, uh, Quinn, Quinn and Williams or whatever, the, uh, Alabama defensive lineman calling Kyler Murray, uh, Calamari <laughs> didn't Calamari, Calamari really fast. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I gotta check that out, man. Um, but Kentucky, a classic thing right here is that you see this at number 16, and you're like, oh man, they they shouldn't be valued. That they, this is a down year for them. But watch, these you teams know, are like, so talented, and yeah. they get better as the season right. progresses. They're all freshmen. Yeah, so <laughs> they're learning how to play basketball. Exactly. Like, so 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 come March, like this is a team, they could still win the whole entire SEC. I would not put it past them to beat Tennessee. Yeah. Well, that Tennessee is damn good. Right Tennessee now. is is really high on my rank. You'll see in a second. I got number at number fifteen. I have the Maryland Terrapins. I think the Terrapins are playing great ball kind of come out of nowhere a lot of teams a lot of people didn't project them to be this good with the, some of their players leaving who was maryland playing earlier that i just knew they were fucking good they uh virginia they only lost by five yeah that was it yeah. that was the uva game they yeah. they pushed uva that mm-hmm. that might be uva's closest win i'm gonna check that out real i quick. think it is yeah i think I, if i had and look uva was in a dog fight it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like the back. florida state game where they got like yeah, Florida 13 State, Florida State was losing points. by like 40, and they came back and made it like respectable. The final, it was almost like the Chargers today. Oh, they lost to the Patriots by 13? Right. No, you got your shit pushed you in. You were down yeah. fucking 31. Exactly. Uh, 
At number 14, I have the Ole Miss Rebels. This is a team to watch. Love the coaching hire with uh, the coach coming over from Middle Tennessee State. I, I, I'm not going to pronounce this. I'm not going to fuck with you right now. But he's doing they, – they lost their two games early on. There's a coaching curve. He's in year one. This team is on fire right now. Keep an eye on the Ole Miss Rebels right now because they are playing good basketball. I think their only two losses were to like Cincinnati – and okay, State, but once again, this is like in the first two or three weeks of the coach's existence in Oxford. You know what I mean? <coughs> so take that with a grain of salt. Watch this team. This is a dangerous team. They got some big matchups. They got LSU coming up on the schedule. I just checked. That was Virginia's closest game. Easily, now. I think, yeah. right? Uh, Wisconsin uh, with, was within seven. That Wisconsin would keep that. I could see how Wisconsin would keep that close. Yeah. That was at Wisconsin, though. Uh, versus right. Wisconsin, uh, neutral, neutral. neutral. Think, okay. yeah. Uh, at number thirteen, I have the Virginia Tech Hokies. I think slightly it's a little low. I think they're uh, they need to prove pull up their little schedule. Well, that know. that loss at now that I see Penn State, I assumed Penn State was. I haven't like looked. Penn at Penn State's it. not the Penn State almost made the tournament last year. They were on the they were on the fence. Lost a, a if they had won one more game, they would have made the tournament. Penn State is done this year. Yeah, I mean, unless they get unless they unless they went out like somehow, but like they have to get really hot. They're already right? like, sitting on ten losses. Yeah, jeez. Uh, they have to get really hot to 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 do that. They're way better than the record. Yes, but also Virginia Tech though. Take a look at their 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 schedule, and you say, well, where are the really caliber victories here? All right, mm, Purdue. That is a great victory. Washington? Yeah, Washington's solid, but I mean, nothing, yeah. This Notre is a, Dame's okay. But they're beat up. I'm yeah. going to give them that one. Notre Dame's got the, one of their best players out for the year. Georgia Tech. Which was for, which was very fortunate, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they don't have a ball buster That's schedule. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they kind of like scream, like, I need to see more. I'm not going to call them out. Yeah. Which is why the database top 25, they're at number 13. Because at number 12, I have the Buffalo Bulls. Well, Virginia Tech did beat UVA last year, and that game is coming up. On Tuesday here at John Paul T- Jones Arena. Tuesday has some great games, man. I, I I hope you can check, you can tune in. There's some really good uh, in-conference games. Some heaters. All yeah. right, I'm ready. Uh, but I got the Buffalo Bulls at number 12 ahead of Virginia Tech. Now you can say, how do I have the Buffalo Bulls ahead of them? And I'm going to bring that to you, buddy. All right, Buffalo did go on the road and beat uh, West Virginia. Quality. Um, I know West Virginia is not as good as they traditionally have been, but at the same time... West Virginia is a good, it's a, still a good win. Yeah. Bobby hugs. Uh, Huggy but, bear. but if you remember what this Buffalo team did last year, first off, they're 15 and one, this team, <laughs> they won, they beat Arizona week or in, in the NCAA tournament, almost beat Cincinnati. They, they beat in Southern Illinois out of the Missouri Valley twice, I believe, which is good. They beat Syracuse at Syracuse by 12, right? They beat, I know that their one loss is at Marquette, and that was a bad loss. They did lose by a decent amount. They won at San Francisco by four. This team is good. Yeah. All right. I'm telling you, if you watch this, how about this? They they just whooped up on Toledo. Toledo coming into the game was 13 and two. So my point is, is Buffalo, I think, is more battle tested. Buffalo as a sports program. Kind of killing it right now. Kind of coming last year, at Syracuse. Last year, they made the tournament, and yeah. they whooped Arizona in the first round. Almost won the second round against uh, Cincinnati. Wow. So keep keep an eye on the Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls <laughs> doing things, man. 
this program, man. Basketball and football. It's coming win, out of the ten wins clear in football. Blue. Yeah, that's crazy. And Tyree Jackson's gonna transfer. Yeah, it sucks. I can't wait till this coach finds a better replacement. Yeah, and they win like, more games you. next year. Yeah. Um, all right, at number eleven, staying in the mid major zone, Kevin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson, not Kevin. Uh, head coach of the Houston Cougars. <laughs> Houston. <laughs> yeah, it Houston used to be Houston. Cougars. Now it's Houston. Yeah, Houston. Uh, by the way, this team. Holy shit. Okay, this team, I was... Uh, if you followed me last year, guys, I was heavy on this team last year in the American. Yeah. And even in the NCAA tournament. This, this is the team that should have beat you know, Michigan, the team that uh, played for the national championship. Houston was had an 88% free throw shooter on the line. Up two, right? They're up by two points. Yeah. He missed both free throws. Michigan comes down the court. Hits a three at the buzzer. Oh, this is where he does the yes. splits while he yes. shoots a three. And but an eighty-eight percent. Houston was a better team. Houston was the better team, and I really buy into. I like they got a freshman that's a fucking stud on this team. This team is dangerous. And they're sitting at fifteen and one. They're, wins against Oregon, LSU, LSU, BYU. Yep. At and those are at BYU. I think Oklahoma right? State yeah. is decent enough. Their one loss was to Temple, and that was a, a controversial call. Four-point loss, Wichita State. Yep, just took out Wichita. This team is going to be in the tournament, and they're going to be a dangerous play. The Big 12 is fucking morons for not (laughs) grabbing Houston right now. I know, I know, for football and basketball reasons. Yeah. This is a huge get for the Big 12. At number 10, I got the Auburn Tigers. We will once again beat Tigers on the podcast. Let me say this real quick. It almost seems like Houston being... So obvious of a fucking choice for the Big 12 that Texas and Oklahoma are flexing on the rest of the Big 12 saying, hey, we're going to threaten you guys with like this, like, what is it, 2024 when the uh, Bill of Rights or whatever the fuck they call it is up is up. And then like they, they threaten them with like going away and leaving them up shit creek without any power teams. It's like. That's probably how they negotiate. I don't know if they get an equal pull or what the fuck. Well, I did hear this. I don't know about Oklahoma, but I heard that Texas was when when Houston was was when people were thinking Texas about, wants no part of Houston in no, state. They did not want Houston to come to the Big Twelve, and that is such. It's just a power play because I, I think the I don't know. I never heard Oklahoma's name. Maybe it, yeah. maybe it is too. Yeah. But I know that I think if you let Houston in because it's such a big city, it's such fertile recruiting ground. Right. And you can already tell their basketball That's and football take so programs. much of Texas is like. I mean, I'll tell you right now, their basketball program, Houston is better than Texas. Yeah. Last year, this year. Right. They're better. Yeah. Without you know I mean? the Power Five, like they played in a national championship more recently than right. Texas, which is back with Elijah and Drexler. Yeah. Right. But uh, they're better. Dude. Yeah. The, it is suspect. If you're the other teams in the Big 12, when do you start flexing on Texas? I mean, I just don't know that they have the clout with the, Texas gets, you know. Texas is Texas. Yeah. But, uh, all right, man, at, at uh, number 10, we're going to do the top 10 and get the hell out of here. we got Auburn. The Auburn Tigers, they covered for me against Georgia. Uh, gave up 13 and a half. Bruce Pearl, this guy might be a used car salesman. He's definitely probably <laughs> doing dirty shit at Auburn, but hey, they're winning ball games. They got uh, Texas A and M next, and then they got a big time home matchup with Kentucky. Ooh, coming on Saturday. Saturday, this week's college basketball matchups are fucking incredible. So 
sit back and watch if you're a fan. If not, be a fan. Fucking tune in and you'll realize it's the greatest shit on the planet. And watch out for the Auburn Tigers. They're very good. At number nine, I got the Michigan State Spartans. People shit on me on this. They're going to shit on me on this, Patty. Right? Why do I have the Spartans so that's their number six? And two. Why but but they're number six in the in the All right, Why do they have them so low? I have them at number nine. Okay. Right? Because you dive in there. You dive into this schedule. You see, okay, they open up the season with a loss to Kansas. That's a tricky at. It wasn't at. It was in Indianapolis. Right? And they won or they, they, this game, the score was even a little bit a little oh, bit misleading. Two, sorry. But they also lost to, at Louisville. And Louisville, okay, that was a real that was a real away game if memory serves me correct. Overtime game, yeah. But okay, the, this team, what's their high caliber victories here? Texas, Ohio State, UCLA, Ohio State. Ohio Iowa. State's probably the best one, right? Iowa, maybe. Yeah. They got some decent caliber wins, but I'm gonna go ahead and say, and they fucking annihilated some teams. They're nasty. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But I'm only. It's just like college football. I'm basing it on who have they beaten. Dude, they have fucking destroyed some fucking teams. <laughs> Izzo's no joke. They will be standing. All right. At number eight, I have the Nevada Wolfpack. Right. Nevada's only got one loss. Okay. At the pit where everyone gets laid. Right. Hey yo. <laughs> uh, Nevada's got some nice wins though. You know what I mean? They they've beaten in Arizona State. They've beaten uh uh fucking Loyola Chicago. They've beaten uh I'm forgetting some of the other teams they fucking beat. Where are, where are this is NC State? They fucking uh Mountain West. I got it. I got it. I got it right here. You better start thinking about yours, buddy. Um, they beat BYU. They beat Tulsa. They beat UMass. They beat they beat USC by twenty. They beat, uh, not by 20, but by double digits, at, at Utah. Utah just beat Arizona State. Um, I know it's not as impressive as one could, could say, well, but they only have one loss. They went out of their way to schedule these games. They got five seniors. on. I just think they're right now Nevada is a better team. At number seven. 15 and one's hard to argue with. Yeah. And their only loss at the pit where everyone gets laid. You can't argue with that. <laughs> Number seven, I got the Kansas Jayhawks. Now, why do I have Kansas ahead of Michigan State? Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Didn't they play each other, Pat? Didn't they fucking play each other yeah. in a neutral site in Indianapolis? And the Jayhawks won. Jayhawks, by the way, rebounded for me as my lock yesterday and beat the Baylor Bears by more than three points. But Kansas, by the way, they play Texas tomorrow. Big game. Kansas 14 and two and like for some reason disappointing to me. I don't know what it Here's is. Here's what's best about ten or about Kansas. They have wins against Michigan State and Tennessee and Villanova. All right. Just take those three right there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's and Oklahoma, might I add. Yeah. And TCU. Look, they, they deserve to be higher ranked than Michigan State. I don't give a shit what you say right now. They deserve to be higher ranked at the moment. At number six, I have the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Red Raiders. They're only losses to Duke. That's all I need to say. And that wasn't even in, that was a new, that was in like fucking Atlantic City or something. Right? Or in Madison Square Garden. This team's legit. They, they just beat Oklahoma. They were really good last year. This is a legit team. At number five. 
I got the Gonzaga. Zips. Zags, Bulldogs, whatever the fuck you want to say. Zips. <laughs> How do you feel about Gonzaga? They're pretty filthy. Pretty damn good. Uh, you know, obviously it's hard to take them serious. They're, I'm getting a little drunk here. Their only losses are to Tennessee and UNC. It's just hard to take them seriously as a fucking tournament team. So I just automatically start downgrading them before they, they deserve. They beat Duke this year. Well, that's Duke's only loss. Yep. Well, that that deserves some credit. And they didn't they kind of slap Duke around a little um, bit. And it was a neutral site game too. Nice. And not one of these SEC neutral site games. I'm joking. <laughs> hey. Uh, at number four, I got the Duke Blue Devils. Why do I have wow. my number four? I don't have my number one. Awfully low for the because old they needed devs. a buzzer beater to beat Florida State. That was kind of right. Lucky as shit. They got their shit pushed in by Gonzaga. All right. This team may be the, the national, national champion. Yeah. yeah. But. They may not. They may be like that Kentucky team from a few years back that runs into a team like uh, Wisconsin, who's just more experienced and has a more cohesive yep. unit. Never underestimate uh, senior leadership in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I'll say that. For sure. Uh, so, look, why do I have number four? Uh, you fucking cr- crazy people out there that are probably going to be pissed? Because why? Tennessee's at number three, and Tennessee beat Gonzaga. There it is. Lineal champs, Ooh. if you will. So I think Tennessee also I think has a little bit of a better better resume right now with their wins. Tennessee might not have the big names or the flash, dude. Every mock they got a guy draft, named Admiral. That's a great big name. Yeah, I know you're. I know you're. Oh, I'm, I'm you, huge do on me the a favor. Admiral. Do you still roll down your socks like that? <laughs> I was never <laughs> responsible for that. Well, I'm saying you should. I should because right. that's maybe the that's the missing piece of your life. <laughs> Double rolling. To That's what I'm saying. Like, Taylor Robinson. All of a sudden you do that, you walk down Venice Beach, I swear to God, you're going to have you're like 30 hot girls at me. go grab your co- cock, your small little minuscule <laughs> cock, right, and go to town with it, right? For those of you that don't know, I'm a huge David Robbins fan, favorite player of all times. And what I didn't realize at the time was that he wore two knee-high <laughs> socks but he rolled them <laughs> like inverse rolled them. You can find this on old sports cards or if you Google David Robinson, it changed. when did it change? I'd like to get Robinson on I this think podcast probably like and know why he changed it. <laughs> yeah, He blew it. He should have there just owned it. So much. You never saw wicking. Stockton. You never saw Stockton go to, to long shorts. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You never saw EC Green go to having sex with women. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw. There was a horse Grant take off the glasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. This guy fucking had it and he ruined it, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> uh, I got Tennessee at number three, though. And at number two, all right, I got the Virginia Cavaliers. They're undefeated. Who? Slap in the face to uh, T. Benz. Oh. Oh, think they uh, have proven with this Florida State win and they're number one. Granted, I am a massive UVA home. Well, Michigan beating uh, Villanova and North Carolina by like 47 points combined. Fair enough. Did you see what UVA did to Clemson? This is what's great. You know, Clemson was at home. Clemson's a decent team. Decent team. Like their coach. Yeah. They had made the entire game. They made 14 baskets. (laughs) The rest was from the stripe. 14 baskets field from goals. the field. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Dude, I was watching that game. UVA just loves running clock. Here's my thing. All right. Here's what I want to ask you. There's no way. They, they, I, I'm not, I know that they're not going to lose to a 16 this year, right? Because they're going to focus on it. Yeah. But there's no way they don't make this to the sweet 16, right? 
Or the final, or like the grade eight or whatever. Like it could. Well, here's the thing. If your whole like scheme is like, we're going to count on you missing your shots. And then like, we're just going to run the clock down and we're going to make them. You know who played Virginia tough that the score was a little bit misleading, but I watched it. VCU. Yeah. That was a misleading score. I feel like they opened it up very late. UVA did. I think my, 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 my question, I guess, and what I'm saying is, is watching this, I think there's no way you can't have Virginia as a one seed. I know there's still a lot of basketball left. There's a lot of big-time ACC matchups where they can well, potentially... it's not even in question yeah. if they continue like at but, their current rate. But my, my thing is is that I don't think Tony Bennett's ever got... What I think what's the furthest he got eight? He got to eight, elite eight, and they lost yeah. to Syracuse, which yeah. was a double-digit seed. Syracuse. Yeah, they fucking shot the bed. Uh, that one, that one hurt. My, my, I guess my question is: is they look dominant, and is this the same old Virginia, or are we going to see? Here's the thing: they have some different talent now. And there's something about also when you lose a game like that last year to UMBC. Yeah, it's like a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, I was reading. Uh, Apparently, Bob Knight, I don't know if you saw this, uh, got a letter after his team went undefeated in the regular season, and I think they lost in, like, the round of 32 or maybe the Sweet 16, and uh, got a letter from someone of importance that was just, like, some epic shit. And then that letter is what Tony Bennett received from someone else uh, following uh, last season, so it's like it's got uh, there may some be a little like some 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 some, and some juju. What, and what happened was Bob Knight took his team and went undefeated the following year, nineteen seventy six, to the national championship. That's the last undefeated team in college basketball history. Sticks in my curl because you know Larry Johnson's UNLV team should have been. Was that right? They went all the way and lost the Duke. Oh man, that's right. That was the repeat. Brutal. <laughs> um. But yes, I, I number two I have Virginia. At number one I have Michigan. The Wolverines right now. I think uh, they have a better resume at the moment. What? Is, all right, explain to me Michigan. Like uh, there's a team I see on the highlights every now and then. What do they have? Well, here's what's crazy about Michigan. And they're much different of a style than they were last year. Yeah. Last year they had Abdul Rockman and 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 yeah and and what's his Wagner. name? Yeah, Wagner. Yeah, Wagner. And they were much worse defensively. Yeah. This Michigan team is actually awesome defensively. Yeah. In a lot of ways, kind of UVA like. Yeah. That's the the what's amazing is how uh, he shifted. Beeline shifted his uh, coaching, almost coaching philosophy in a way, based on his player skills. But they're really good. And what's great, if you're a college basketball fan or if you're a person in the state of Michigan, is that the Michigan State Michigan games. You think it I mean, comes from Beeline, or does the talent just happen to be? Maybe. I think a little bit of both. I think yeah. he's smart enough maybe to adapt his game a little bit. Yeah. But I also think, obviously, bringing in the talent like that. But, I mean, it's it's pretty compelling. I It, I, it would be almost like to compare it to, like, football. If you're a diehard college football fan that doesn't know much about college basketball, it would be like Lincoln Riley all of a sudden becoming, like, a power running team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, taking Oklahoma It happens every now and then with yeah. some coaches, but, like. Who's an example? Didn't uh, fucking Spurrier kind of did that? Yeah, at times I think you can. Yeah, you, but you when know. he got to South Carolina, it became like a fucking running football team. Yeah, even kind of Belichick today uh, ran heavy against the Chargers. Yeah, so they adapted to their weakness in a way, you know. Yeah. But I think I got the Wolverines right now. They have a better resume, in my opinion. That doesn't mean Fair they're enough. better than Virginia. 
Right. I think they have a better resume if you were to go game for game. And that's the Danton base. Uh, and, and that's the yeah. meritocracy. Exactly. Meritocracy. I, I knew that girl once. And, uh, <laughs> and yes, that's my Danton base top 25. And I will tell you this, Patty C, we got a big week of college basketball. You can find our picks daily on Twitter. Let me tell you this. UVA going to Cameron indoor on Saturday. Saturday's lineup is incredible. If UVA can get through Virginia tech and be undefeated going into Cameron indoor, I think they're going to get one loss. It's, it's in, it's in Charlottesville. They're right? both going to be top three teams. If that's the case, but it's, it's, that, that game's in Charlottesville. No, right? I think it's in, uh, no, it's in Blacksburg. No, or, no. Yeah. The, the UVA tech games in Charlottesville. You're yeah, right. They're going to win that one, but I can tell you, let me just run through just to preview some Saturday games, Michigan yeah. at Wisconsin. Who? That's more dangerous than people realize. Wisconsin sure. at Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina. Oh yeah, North Carolina at Miami. Miami's a weird team, but I'm saying that's not like a marquee matchup. Um, it's a good game though. Indiana at Purdue. Battle of Indiana. There it is. You got Kansas at West Virginia. You got some of these Pitt Syracuse classic old Big East rivalry. Kansas going to West Virginia could be a thing. Yep. Um, but as where are the primetime games? You got UCLA, USC, even though both in the Pac-12 suck. I will <laughs> say that it's a good rivalry game. And then you have, let's get to it, Kentucky at Auburn. Huge game. Let Huge me ask game. you this. Yeah. As, as someone that doesn't understand the bubble quite as well, is UCLA, USC this weekend a game that could have major bubble implications later on? Probably not because the Pac-12 is so bad this year. They're not going to get enough teams for it to matter. I'll say it matters a lot because whoever for seeding in the Pac-12 tournament right now. Okay. Because I don't know that this conference is going to. Okay, I let's just say some of these teams get hot. Yeah. I don't know that they can get more than two in the tournament. Wow. Right. Fucking Pac-12. Now, what could happen is if one comes out of nowhere, wins the tournament, because I do think it's that level of a league. Um. Because right now, I think what you're thinking, Arizona, Arizona State, or Colorado as the three. That could, yeah. If one of those, if, an, if one a team outside of that three gets hot and wins well, it. Well, I just thought Arizona State, like, you know, Arizona State beat Kansas, and everyone's like, fuck yeah, this team's going to make it. Yeah. Followed up with a loss to, uh, like, Princeton that last week. And then I took them as my lock uh, on Saturday. Sanford beat them by 21. Mm-hmm. I can't get a, just like last year. Inconsistent. Arizona State made it as the final four in. Yeah. We're, we're destroying Syracuse all game. Yeah. Syracuse comes back, wins the game. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, it, it's just an anomaly as far as what the fuck. Right. You know, tough be, team to understand. If you put them in, they're dangerous as hell. But yeah. at the same time, it's very Arizona State. As far as bubble teams, though, you really want to watch, like, the middle of the power conferences right now because the Pac 12 is so down. Yeah. Uh, I mean, middle, mid, like, like a team like Miami, like a team like, uh, you know, uh, Wisconsin, Purdue's power conference being ACC, yeah, Big Ten, SEC. Well, even like I said, we talked about San Francisco in in the the Pacific. The, uh, yeah, if they, I mean, if they can continue to be consistent and get the wins against the teams they should win, their resume is pretty good. Yeah, like Buffalo might get an outright one. So. That that means they could afford even losing the conference championship and getting in, but uh, I mean teams like teams like Vanderbilt and, and Alabama and stuff that are all right on the cusp. If you study the study, it, it, these games are huge now. You're starting to get to the the point where it, it it's really like, huge. Yeah. I mean, like a, a team like uh, Syracuse trickle down just lost to Georgia Tech. 
Yeah. Syracuse for the past like three years, I feel like has been one of the final four teams in. Yeah. Or, or out. I think one year they were out. Um, these games are gigantic. Bayheim's lost a step. But those teams went deep. Two of those teams yeah. went deep. And he's a got tournament in. guy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but still, it's just it, 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 middle of the pack, ACC, SEC, Big, Big East, Big, Big 12, Big 10. Right now, these are huge opportunities to get wins. Kansas State upset Iowa State yesterday. Kansas State had been playing kind of shitty all year. They were projected much better. They went to the final or the grade eight or whatever the fuck you want to say last year. Yeah. Um, they just got a huge win to, to boost that resume winning at Iowa state, you know, Kansas lost at Iowa state, but, um, that's my point. This is the college experience guys. If you can believe it's, it's 2019. We haven't had a good review yet in 2019. What the fuck? Or a bad Send one. Us some we love, haven't got a bad one either. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C a three one. You can find the gambling podcast network at SGP network on Twitter. If you could, Please leave us a positive review. Tell a friend. We will be doing this all the fucking time. Handicapping college football and college basketball and talking about whatever is cool in the world, like Teco Bowl, girls, fucking mushrooms, shit like that. Um, but yeah, this is the college experience. Hope you dug the, the fucking long-ass show. We are officially back, and we shall be doing this on the regular, hopefully. And boom. Yeah. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.